0: From the Dennis Fitzgerald car park at the Parramatta Lees Club. It's the Rugby League Cemetery. I get... This is the Rugby League Cemetery, it's very good to have you with us, Morgan Campbell and Luke Garrity with you for the second instalment uh, of this very important uh, piece of what I'm describing as really, uh, you know, social value. It's an emergency podcast for difficult times and uh, it is good to have your company and today uh, we, we hope you enjoyed the Belmont Tigers-Camber Raiders 1989 grand final uh, discussion yesterday. Uh, today we bring you uh, an example of history repeating first as tragedy and then as farce, the 1998 preliminary final between the Parramatta Reels and the Canterbury Bulldogs, uh, also known as the Paul Carriage Miracle in some circles. Uh, we'll have a little bit to say about Paul Carriage later on. But, Gaz, uh, to, to kick us off this afternoon, can you talk a little bit about this match and the build-up to it and some of the, the the real strangeness about the two sides when they come together in 1998?
1: Yep, so look, uh, this game's particularly memorable for a lot of reasons, but um, to put some context in it, in that at the time, what we had was Parramatta's best four players, arguably in Pay McCracken, Smith, and Dimmick had all won a competition with the Bulldogs uh, only a couple of years earlier in quite unusual circumstances around the Super League War, where they'd prior to the, well, McCracken didn't play the grand final, but um, while they were at the Bulldogs, essentially they signed with the ARL and there was a situation where the the players were all testifying against each other in court and all all sorts of problems and it was a very difficult time. They left, they all fell out with the coach, McCracken particularly. And they all went to Parramatta as part of an ARL push to make a strong Parramatta side. That was one of the problems around Super League was the ARL needed a strong Parramatta or they needed their Sydney clubs to be doing a lot better than they were, which a lot of them, a lot of them weren't at the time. And uh, they put all these guys into Parramatta and really strengthened the club. Parramatta didn't do any good in 96 off the back of this. They finished 12th and the Super League war rolls around in 97. So what you have here is essentially the first chance in a big game for a couple of really key players, strong players from the bulldogs premiership side, uh, so you know the Dimmick won that won the churchill and they're they're coming back and playing against their old club in a preliminary final, so it's a pretty big occasion for everyone to be involved in for sure
0: yeah and it, and you get a bit of that straight away in the game when you look at the mm. um so Parramatta everybody I guess knows that or most people would know how this game starts out that Parramatta start very well and uh, or by all, by all accounts, they're on their way to the grand final. Their first try um, brings out exactly what you're talking about because it's Dean Payer dummy half passing to Jim Dimmick who kicks uh, for Shane Weiritt. So it's two of those Canterbury players setting up the first try against Canterbury in this big game.
1: Yeah, and it was a good one too. Jim Dimmick is one of those players that um, is a bit underrated by history and that his best football came around the time of the Super League war and we ended up split competitions and, and rep teams got a bit disvalued because you had sort of two Australian teams at one point and, and two, you know, New South Wales sides and all that sort of thing. And he, he was a guy that was, you know, won the Churchill medal and was really at the peak of his powers around the time that everyone's attention slipped off the football and onto what was going on off the field. And there's a bit of a, a few guys, uh, suffered from around that time. Jason Smith's another one and there was guys at other clubs as as well. Uh, but he was a phenomenal player and that was a lovely piece of football that, that first try, they were the kick into the corner. It really showed what he could do. Um, he played a variety of positions and it was just fantastic, fantastic bit of football.
0: Yeah, and, and Canterbury came into the game uh, off a remarkable run. They'd won their last three in the... Now, this is, the, this is one of the great eras of rugby league, in my mm-hmm. view, because... There, there, there were just no rules. The, the system was completely loose. Um, this was a ten-team final series with twenty teams in the competition. The year after Super League, so so Canterbury lost eleven games in nineteen ninety eight and made the finals. They finished ninth, uh, won their last three to get in, and then inexplicably went on this dramatic run through the finals, much like nineteen ninety five. It should be said, uh, knocked mm-hmm. off St George in the first week in a qualifying final. Then, then they so the qualifying finals. Whittled the comp down to eight teams, so you've it's got mental. second second week of the finals. <laughs> second, second week of the finals, you've still got eight teams in contention. Then they knock off the Bears, the poor old Bears. Uh, then they knock off the Knights from sixteen nil down. They get back to sixteen all, yeah. and it's
1: a little unfortunate that yeah. yeah
0: we don't we're not going to dwell on that. But they they scored twice in extra time, so th- they've mm. been dead and buried three or four times over the course of this season. By the mm. time they finally go and meet Parramatta. Uh, and you know they don't start the game particularly well, but I must say it's. We talked yesterday about Balmain and Canberra and how it's a great game from 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 mm. from the start because it's very intense. There was a bit of that feeling about this game, wasn't there? That they straight away they're into their work, they're battering each other, the crowds on their back, you know.
1: Yeah, look, it's a very interesting game. It's a very different game. It's um, that feeling was certainly there. There's the um, I think those clubs had such a proud history anyway and, and still do where that when they get together, it's always a pretty big occasion and certainly being the final um, the crowd was, was very, you could really feel that in the crowd and and the energy coming out of that um, reminded me a bit of the one uh, during the Hain run years later, they had in the, in the preliminary as well, where there's just that a lot of feeling in the crowd and you throw in, who the clubs are, you throw in the players that had that swapped across and all that history, and it was a very big occasion. Um, I think the main differences with the with the 89 grand final was uh, this was very willing. It was hard, and they were bashing each other. But I, what really stunned me for a preliminary final – now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of very good players playing, but yeah. there, there, there really was a lack – when you look through – Sides that, that make the grand final, there really there wasn't that sort of big daddy, was there? That guy, that the man, your, your Johns, your Fitler, your Lockyer, Langer. That it, there's, there's a lot of good football players on the field, and people I remember fondly as good players. But there wasn't really that. You wouldn't say there was someone on the field that's going to be in contention for the Hall of Fame or the you know that top level, or where you look back and go, geez, he was a good like really top line. Player, well, and so you, it, it, it had that hardness, but there was certainly just a bit, yeah, a very different from that point of view, yeah,
0: absolutely. Because it's quite wild, both mm. sides are quite ragtag. I mean, possibly yeah. less so Canterbury, but I mean, if you look at the spines, you've got Rod Silver, who's mm. great, but not a kind of not yeah. a historically yeah. kind of considered elite player, no, Mounder, lovely to watch, yeah, Poller yeah. Mount, mm. Corey Hughes at halfback, um, mm. Hetherington was a very good player, he was a test player at the time, but then mm. in pa- Parramatta, we're running. Uh, alternating Shafovsky and Carriage. More about that later on. Jason oh, Bell. Yeah. Jason Bell. Yeah. Uh, well, he John started Simon. on
1: the bench in the end after being named at 5 i I've been
0: named at 5 it's, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. John Simon and uh, who was the hooker? Uh, Aaron Raper. So that's Aaron Raper. Yeah. so They
1: had Smith and Dimmick both named at 12 and 13, but then Smith starts at 5'8 yes. and rotates back into the back row when the 5'8 comes, <laughs> comes right. on the field. It's very, diff, very difficult to fight, And then David Penner comes on later. Yes. In the game. Very difficult game to follow. And part of the of reason why... What's going
0: on. And, and yeah. part of the reason why, and I wanted to come to this, is that it's in yeah. this brief but memorable period yep. of unlimited interchange. Yes, and I've so,
1: got one on that as well. Yeah. yeah
0: and I'm sure... I suspect I don't know who it is. But yes, <laughs> so, and, and and with a coach like Brian Smith, it really did, I mm. think, encourage some of his worst instincts because he just right, yeah. tinkers yeah. all day
1: with the yeah. side. It's just too the, much scope, too yeah, much scope for Brian Smith. He can yeah. just
0: do so much. He's just yeah, he's bringing five eights off for second rowers. Mm. He's bringing halfbacks on for yeah. props. He do It's just um, yeah. what you say yeah, is absolutely it's right. Extraordinary. But David Penner, who was a halfback, inexplicably comes on at the twenty-minute mark. Um. Mm which is bizarre. Um, we, we talked before about Jason Bell, who doesn't start the game, wears the six, and then mm. comes on after 15 minutes or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it was very David Tanner also appearance.
1: goes back off uh, late in the game, not to jump it out. He, he's back off the field and he comes on in like the 75th when John Simon misses the field goal. Yes. But then he's back off in extra time. Like it's That's It's one right. of the most insane... It's
0: and then back on again. And,
1: yeah. yeah. It, it's quite very funny. And, and it just to, you know, I'm sure everyone does understand what the result was, so won't be breaking, but it's a bit of an indictment on how much you get run over. Like when you watch the 89 grand final, the sense that the Tigers were just buggered eventually and got yeah. run through is, is you get, but but why you fall off a cliff when you can actually roll your players on and off the field so much is a bit yeah. harder to understand. And um I suspect we were both going to go to the same place, but if you want to illustrate this interchange rule as perfectly as possible, Mark Tukey went <laughs> off the field and got then like long live Mark Tukey like to the end of time. <laughs> went off the field in the ninth minute and That's was right. back on by the twenty-eighth minute and back off by half time. <laughs> he on off the field three times. And he was quite good, the big fella. <laughs> <Can I just laughs> say, good...
0: <laughs> I'm really glad that um, I'm, I'm just so glad that you also had that in your notes. About this yeah. game, Mark, because yeah, in capitals, <laughs> yeah. What I love yeah. about him is that he's a real precursor to Fui Fui Moi Moi in many ways. The, the crowd, every time he gets the ball, the crowd just oh, yeah. goes berserk. There's this, ooh, you know, yeah. this big roar whenever yeah. Tukey. I know if I'd been there, that's what I'd have been doing. Um, well, it was happening yeah.
1: in my lounge room this morning a lot like that, to be honest <laughs> with you. There's that similar sorts of roars when he's beating it. on.
0: Fantastic. Have you ever seen a player who was so well suited to unlimited interchange football?
1: Uh, George Rose, maybe. Possibly, yeah. Similar, similar he just, player, yeah.
0: In the second yeah. half. He's in, he he's in the on, top
1: five. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the in, top five.
0: He makes a couple of tremendous runs in the second half when players are starting yeah. to get tired because yeah. he's barely been on the field, it, you know, and he just comes yeah. on and starts rolling those big charges up the middle. Uh, he, yeah. yeah. It, it is an... It's just... The whole thing is insane. You remember when you watch... not yeah. just and When everybody kind of... You, you watch the highlights and you watch the, the YouTube and all. When you watch the whole game, you realise what a bizarre state the sport was in at that point
1: yeah yeah it was it's just rudderless yeah it really was it was it's was a stunning sort of um the way so much about football at that that era was just bizarre like your 10 team yeah. final you're unlimited interchange it's just it, it's crazy it, it's one of those things that i think a lot of the um the guys like uh johns and, and Lockyer and fitler and those guys that did very well even langer in good that did very well at that point really does warrant quite a lot of credit that I don't think there were many tougher times to be a playmaker like when when you've got no one tired like just yeah. guys are rotating on and off on and off like these big guys are just coming on and off all day and when you're trying to you know when you're you're the man trying to lead your side around and find holes and you're just not finding those tired players I think a lot of the the better playmakers in that era deserve a lot of credit for how difficult it actually must have been to just be playing fresh faces all the time
0: yeah and it's funny that, um... It's funny that that's kind of remembered as this golden period. There's all these incredible halfbacks who played mm. in that time and were very well regarded. Yeah, but when yeah. when the condition the game was really not suited to um not suited to them. Uh, well, if I
1: can counter my, counter my own comment there and, and go against myself, one, one point you might make is that you've got this un, unlimited interchange rule, so you can roll people on and off all you like, but there's also 20 teams and just not enough good players for that's 20 true. teams, so, which if you look across who was in the preliminary final, it right. speaks to that. If you look at the rosters, they're not going to beat teams playing now to get in the prelim and. You've got twenty teams trying to fill all these players in, and there's just not the quality. So I guess the point comes: you're rotating these guys on and off, not necessarily all the time for good
0: cattle. Yeah, um, it's the, you're going to no, get a bit it's, of it's, a bit of churn. Yeah, Blokes on the field get who, probably, guys. who, in any other era, probably wouldn't have played first grade. Um, yeah,
1: you're just leaving those guys on the field. You go to the eighty-nine grand final. You're just leaving Bradley Clyde on all game. You're not rolling him off for some bloke just to give you know just to give yeah. him a breather after twenty-five minutes. It's um, yeah, but it was it's fantastic. It's very very. Uh, good to I, I just i loved that time i was young at that time you were yeah. as well we we're sort of in primary school um re-watching that and hearing rabs that he's sort of zenith just really belting stuff out like it, you know it, it was i really really enjoyed it i think there was a point where tukey got when he just gives the tukey like a really deep <laughs> elongated <laughs> like name, no, man it's just it's just good you forget because <laughs> he's been I he's been terrible for years, but yeah, he was just fantastic. He really was. Like at his, there was no one better than him at his best. He's just, a, he's just got a sense of the timing and a, was, and the way he just lifts the tempo. It's fantastic.
0: Really, it's funny, isn't it? Like if you look at it now, you go, God, that was a terrible period for the game. Like the the sides mm. are awful. Yeah. The, the there's too many teams. The semi-final system's crazy. The rules are crazy. and you know? Oh yeah. But like. For me watching it, and I think for you, I kind of it gets up on the screen. and We watched it uh, on the Canterbury Bulldogs yeah. website. Thank you very much, Canterbury Bulldogs, for putting it up in full. Oh, but yeah. you see the ground with the stupid sports tab logos and the in goals yeah. and the, the McDonald's football, which in oh, my view, I had
1: that in my notes too. Yeah,
0: my favorite of yeah. all the footballs, <coughs> the McDonald's the ball. Yeah, yeah,
1: by all, by, they should still be using that.
0: Yeah, the golden era, they should still be using it with or without uh, McDonald's sponsorship, can I say? Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, but
1: it's still... Can I ask it, a question about the McIntyre system for you? Yes. Were they using that in a 10-team system? I don't know. Because like, the McIntyre system was the top eight. Did they use a McIntyre, an adapted McIntyre top 10? I just can't remember how it worked. It's,
0: um, well, basically what seems to have happened is they've played... Mm-hmm. So they played four games. So the top two got the week off. and they seemed Week to one? Have, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then they seem to have played... Um, the bottom eight then played each other. And I think it was the lowest ranked losers got booted out. And then right. the, the six that survived then going to knockout quarterfinals with, with the top two back in.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's That's worth noting. Yeah. Not, yeah. Or maybe not knockout semifinals, actually, because Parramatta beat Brisbane in week two. I'm not sure how that works. That's very so
1: bizarre. Maybe, but, geez, but how Parramatta did they t- lose to Canterbury after beating the Broncos in the I finals? I
0: have no idea. So, um, so there's quarterfinals yeah. which would not knockout. So that must have been highest rank winner, lowest, that must have been, yeah, highest rank winner goes straight through to the prelim, lowest rank loser goes out. It's just Byzantine, it's incredible. So Newcastle lost in the quarterfinals and they got through to the semis. Brisbane lost in the, how's this? This is a good one for you. So Brisbane lost, they had the week off, then they lost, then they won in the third week of the finals, their first week of the semis, and got through to the preliminary final. This is
1: wild. I remember Sterlow saying every team that had a week off lost at that yeah. point. Like during well, that Parramatta and, game,
0: everyone that had a week off had lost. Yeah, just and Parramatta continued through. that trend because they got the week off by beating Brisbane in the second week and got <laughs> through to the prelim and lost to Canterbury. It's incredible. The system is, is that just... A, is
1: that a five-week five final series?
0: That. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah.
1: Christ.
0: Yeah, Extra good. week of finals. So there are 11 games in the finals.
1: Wonderful. It's the old
0: it's old 12th man uh, explanation of the Duckworth Lewis system, the, the average age of yeah, batting absolutely. side divided by the number of spanners in a sid-chrome toolkit. It's that yeah, kind of like we're just
1: thinking the same. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> it's just mania. Yeah. You want to um, see more maths brought back into the system. This one's a bit easier to understand. Like the more yeah. mathematical we can get it, just to really increase audience participation, the better. Just going forward, we've got a really, really complex system with fractions yeah. and stuff like that. Going,
0: the, the, the better. I think the less intuitive, the better. <laughs> you know, you want to be yeah, really scratching absolutely. your head, going, "What that?" You know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now you can really divide this game into three parts. I think um, the mm-hmm. first, probably the first hour, where Parramatta. I think, would you agree that Parramatta, um, I mean, but it's, it's not, they're not dominant in the, the play. They're not, they don't steamroll Canterbury, but they just look a mm. lot sharper. when they, The ball, the possession's pretty even, the territory's reasonably even. Most of the game's played in the middle of the park, particularly in the first half. But Parramatta, when they do get half a chance, they just look sharper. There's a lot more attack about them. They've got a lot more ways they can get you. They just look like a better side. Mm.
1: Yeah, they're just better. They're, um, I, I would say I go a little bit further than you. I think there's two, like you say, you can split it into three periods, but one of them goes to the 67th minute. I think until yeah. uh, a moment that when we finish talking about this portion, I'll um, bring yes. up the moment, I think that it changes. But at, until the 67th minute, there's a game going on where the Bulldogs are fairly reasonable side putting their gloves up. Parramatta are playing hard, putting their gloves up, and Parramatta are just better. They've got a bit more. Um, Smith and Dimmick were creating holes. Um, when it was coming up, you know, um, yeah. they were playing off, off Simons a bit. Stuart um, Kelly had a very good game. He was very he good? Wasn't he quick? Yeah, he was fantastic. Like, yeah, he like Blindingly quick. Yeah.
0: yeah. Really well, nice feed as well.
1: According to the commentary. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just as a brief aside, um, I can't let comments about the fastest man in rugby league not being Darren Albert go. <laughs> Sterlow and Rabs dropped it about five times. And, it, you know, if you're listening, Sterlow or Rabs, like, where else is not faster than Darren Albert? I'm having yeah. that back. But it yeah. was very good to hear them talk him up so much, though. But I did Stuart talk a Kelly. lot about
0: Shane. We were, uh, yeah. Yes, did. But but yeah. But, yeah, you're Kelly right. Stuart Kelly, Kelly was Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolute blinder. It was very dangerous and hard to handle. But, look, in, in that time of the game, the dogs were tradesmanlike, solid, and not good enough. <laughs> yeah, frankly,
0: that's it. They didn't look like scoring, really. No, they start stun- no. and then they, they didn't really... The tries, the perimeter tries were really nice. That ball from Jason Smith, my God. Uh, oh, th-
1: that, that's an all-timer. Yeah, that's it. That, that was him summed up. You wanted to show his career. You'd get yeah. that try and just go, the, time the way he, he held the ball up and hit passes in space. He was one of the great ball players that I've seen uh, in my time. The game. I'm not exaggerating. I really do think if you look over the last 20, 30 years, there's not a lot of people that were classier at putting guys in holes than him. He was fantastic and it was really uh, noticeable
0: you know. when he. Uh, it was really noticeable when he came back and played for Canberra yeah. because all of a sudden, all those other, when he was doing that in the late '90s, there were a lot of guys yeah. doing that. When he came yes. back and did it in the mid two thousands at an age of yeah. about forty two, off yeah. sixteen bungers before the match, he yeah. um he, he was he looked like he just looked like some kind of like he'd been cryogenically frozen. He, he was he was so classy yeah. and so good, and there just weren't that many halves like that anymore. Um, he yeah, had and, so he, much and he was time.
1: Yeah. yeah. He just had so much. He could stop. You know, it was like when he got the ball. It's like time stood still, and you could go one, two, three, four, five. And he has a look around the field as a bunger, as a stretch, and looks around and goes, "Yeah, that's the guy to hit the ball." It's like he had the game at <laughs> yeah. pause, and he just had the time yeah. to just go right. That's the pass for me. Um, I think the. I don't know if it was actually on that try that they did this, but speaking of the tries. Um, we're talking about how much we love the McDonald's balls, you know, the 10-team system. Now, I just say, there is nothing better in, in my life that has ever happened. And, you know, the saying, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah. Jeez, I miss Sterlo analysing tries by circling. <laughs> like, if you freeze it there and just putting massive circles around players and then those big... Uh, arrows just into gaps, yeah. just going, well, yeah, this guy's got the ball with a big circle around him and then just drawing a giant arrow through the cap that we can very clearly <laughs> see that he ran through. And then because, go, as play continues and bang, like straight through it, the gap, there's, there's a couple. Better. There's a it's, couple of
0: things about this. And I, I also yeah. had this written down. One, it's very obvious why they scored because yeah. there's, a, there's a big hole and a really big fast play just, just mm. runs through it. Dallas Weston's just really yeah. fast. He runs through the hole. Yeah. Also, he always... I don't know if this is what he was taught or, but every time Peter Sterling has ever done this and he still does it now, I think you'll find if he ever, if he's, he's ever on code commentary, the, the script is exactly the same. Now, as we freeze it there, talk oh, about yeah. what happened. And then the never uses any other words. And as play as continues, play continues. <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, it's always wonderful. the
1: same. Yeah. That that should be how, like, everyone should be taught that. Like, now yeah. that it's gone, like, all this fancy stuff is just nonsense. Like, you've got to get back to drawing circles, right. like getting that chalk stuff, or the on-screen chalk, and just circling people and drawing the arrows. It's just fantastic. Like, this is just huge hole here. and <laughs> so We just draw the arrow through it for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> we've already
0: watched the try. Can I say, oh, uh, and I wanted to... I want to talk about this the the the, the Shafoski Schif- carriage interchange between fullback and, and wing mm, don't we all yeah yeah before we get on to other carriage related matters i think this warrants a tone mm, There's a few yeah the 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 finish from Shafoski on that try is sensational and i don't remember like Clint shafoski mm. that i remember playing fullback particularly playing fullback for Canberra, was a very steady mm. and solid and uh safe but he shows real he looks like a really um nippy, agile mover when he gets over in the corner for that try. He turns a couple of defenders around. A three. Yeah. Yeah. Very really nice... Yes. Um, well, I had plenty to do. Yeah. It was
1: probably remiss of us not to mention that because um, I got a bit caught up, obviously, because I just wanted to talk about Dallas Weston. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, because like, that was just, I don't remember him doing a lot of the, that line break he's made off Smith. I don't remember him going like sort of 50 metres at pace much. But Shikorsky uh, had plenty to do for all we've talked about. Smith Shikorsky yeah. had a hell of a lot to do, and it was a lovely, lovely finish on that try. Um, he, uh, for those of you who, who haven't watched it in a while. He missed the week before with an ankle injury. So yeah. we're talking about him interchanging changing between fullback and wing. I think carriage had played fullback the week before and, and Shikoski had been rushed back for this game and they rotated them uh, well, they rotated everyone, as we, we yeah. might talk about, or as you want to talk about. But on the field, they just moved them around a lot. And I don't think yeah. it helped anyone, but certainly no. wherever Szafovsky was, he did a better job than Carriage. On, so car- Carriage scores that try.
0: I think that's fair. Did you notice Rabs, when, uh, just before Szafovsky scores that magnificent try, which, so Szafovsky's at fullback mm. for the first half an hour of the game. And I know what you're going
1: to say. "Go!" Ahead. He takes
0: yeah. a run. He takes a run mm. back, and Rabs says, "Oh, yeah. He doesn't look like he wants to. Co- he doesn't look like he's trying to beat anyone. He seems happier to submit in the tackle. It might be part of the plan, though."
1: Yeah, I've got that in capitals. <laughs> I'm really glad he mentioned it again. Tasso sort of taking my thunder here. We might want like someone with a contrary view to come on this because it's not just saying the same thing. I've got what a massive be part of now? the plan. <laughs> Yeah, like, play fullback, but going, you know what, Brian Smith's got him in the sheds. going, yeah, take the first tackle when you're it back. <laughs> just submit in it. Don't try and get around anyone. Like, when they come at you, just go to deck. And it is good because... It was funny when he said it, and I wrote it down, but five minutes later, shikoski has been about eight players yeah. to score that try. Absolutely moving like the wind and going gingging in and out and around and into the corner. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's possible lulled into a false sense of security yeah. by the constant submissions. But Yeah, well, it that's just, it. What a comment it
0: was. It just, I was it. really, I, I suspect what happens is that he's sort of, he's basically accusing him of dogging it and then has to come up with a contrary, oh, well, maybe he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Um, you've got to sp-
1: fill a lot of space, don't you, when you're commentating? So eventually, something a bit stupid's going to come out. Right. And <laughs> keep yeah. trying to fill the void. You do sometimes.
0: That, yeah. You do sometimes just say something. Um, yeah, that's right. And it, but Shavoski ends up on the wing for mm. that for that for that try inexplicably. But then ten minutes after half time, he's back at fullback again. Um, yeah, it happened about uh-oh. four times, I think. Yeah, yeah, they keep they keep switching around. Um, One of the things that jumped out, particularly in the first half, and he comes back into the game a bit in the second, but John Simon, who was a state-of-origin halfback in the past, had been a state-of-origin halfback and had been a fairly well-regarded player and was the halfback in this Parramatta team. He just doesn't do a lot. The the Parramatta attack doesn't revolve. They've got so many different kind of passes and players. They've got Dimmick and Smith in it. He doesn't really either have a lot to do or do a lot.
1: No, he didn't. And look, he, he was a good good player, so I don't want to be critical of him. But in this game, he certainly didn't do a lot. Um, I think there's a, a couple of things that go to that. Firstly, the structure of the game. So you start with Smith at 5'8", and Dimmick at lock. And then all of a sudden, Dimmick spends some time on, on the edge and then goes back to lock. Smith goes into the back row, the 5'8", comes on, and the 5'8", goes off, and Smith goes back to 5'8". And I think when you throw that all around, there's a lot of guys that want to do a lot that sort of come yeah. on and... They're only going to be on for half an hour, so they grab all the ball and do a lot of stuff, and it's it's interchanging. He went off for Penner at some stage of the game. Look, it's all very it's just a lot of moving parts, and I, I don't wonder if maybe. uh, it just made it hard to find your groove and what you're supposed to You know when they talk about today, oh, this guy comes in, we just want him to do his job. Like, we want him to do his yeah. role and they always talk yeah. about that. It's sort of the direct opposite of that is just having like six or seven guys who can play make on the field and well, just go, you start in this position, then go to that one, then go over there yeah. and we'll pull you off. Then you're working with that one. And there's no continuity whatsoever. I don't think it was well set up for a halfback.
0: No. Um, to they really, do, because they yeah. really play. They sort of end up with about at different times that there are three or four blokes out there who at one time or another end up playing five eight. Um and then yeah. or end up doing a five eight kind of half job, you know? Yeah, that's
1: yeah, right. That's right. Um, that's right.
0: No, um yeah, Dimmick and
1: Smith struck me as the dangerous ones. I think when stuff was happening that was happening off Dimmick and Smith, yeah. um, they combined a lot as well, actually. They they passed it to each other quite a bit, switching direct they both changed the direction of the play a lot. They run a lot, they short pass. They they were the guys that were running, you know, I wouldn't say they even set up all the tries or anything. It's just that they, they, they were the guys that when they had the ball were making it harm and making it look dangerous, I think. And that was what Canterbury didn't, have for a lot of that game, there was, there was just these two guys just creating half chances and getting it to the centres and having stuff happen. And Canterbury were just dogged with a big pack just coming down the field. Yeah. Britt was very good. Steve, Pro- when did Steve Price stop wearing headgear? I just don't remember him wearing headgear. No, I had the same career. thought. And, and yeah, and I, I um, have now found other footage or other photos of him wearing it when he's young. So. I wonder why. You took it's good that it, you've. It it's,
0: it's, it's good that you've taken the time to look. Um, well, I, I just think, thought, have I missed something here.
1: I don't remember him wearing headgear at all, but it, yeah, apparently he did when he was younger.
0: I think we're. I think we're getting to, the the kind of the, the, the marrow of the of the game. But I, just a couple of things in the first half that I just want to no. note. One, just because it's very funny, in between the yeah. two Parramatta tries, there's a wonderful ball from Jason Kalis to put away David Penner, um, oh, yeah. from the middle of the park. The play, yeah. The next play. Para have, or oh, roughly, one hundred and fourteen players unmarked on the right hand side, mm. and Aaron Raper, and when I I praise him no end for this, jumps out of dummy half and just kicks straight to the winger. That was one of the worst
1: kicks I've I've ever seen, and um, I you know. Aaron Raper went the wrong way with overlaps about three or four <laughs> times, I reckon, in that game where he just kept – he made, like – wasn't there a controversy? He made the Australian side but didn't get picked? Or was it the New
0: South Wales uh, side? He, he made – he made the yeah. – Tommy picked yeah. him for New South Wales and forgot that he was on the bench. Forgot and didn't put him on the field. And yeah. didn't put him on. It was at the MCG yeah. and Tommy was all the way up in the grandstand and forgot that he was down there <laughs> and never yeah, used well, him. Happened to all the That
1: can um, yeah, it's, it's funny. He didn't jump out at me as, as someone that would necessarily have been in rep conversations uh, based no. on that performance, albeit one of them. Uh, yeah, that, that play was particularly bad. There was a couple other kicks that were much better, not by him, I might add. But he, um, there was a few times very similarly where you went, oh, gee, here they go. They've gone this way. And if they go that way again, they've got maybe a four on three and Smith or Dimmick's down the blind and they just jump open and hit a prop or something. It was just, yeah, that wasn't, um, wasn't quite doing it for me. No,
0: I think, that's, I think that's fair. The other thing I just want to mention, particularly out of the first half, uh, Robert Relf, uh, oh, yeah. um, um, losing a tooth and the speculation that his tooth might have been stuck in his mouth guard. <laughs> Did you get
1: onto that? Well... I did, I did. And I've got a, I do have a note about that. Firstly, just that it was funny. So I think we've covered that. But secondly, yep. um, to Godwin's law a little bit here is this has given me a really good chance to bring up the Jamie Aingeco infected arm in yes. England. Yes. It's the, my favourite rugby league story of all time when Jamie Aingeco uh, got an infected arm and it got so bad they were going to have to chop the arm off. And they eventually did the x ray and found a tooth embedded in it. Yeah, we played a game over in the Super <laughs> League and someone had lost their tooth and it got stuck in the bone, Jamie the same Aingeco's thing. arm. Yeah, and the they were looking thing... for it on the field everywhere, but no one looked in Jamie Angelco's
0: arm, and he nearly had his arm cut off. Yeah, well, see, this is the danger. Robert's story of all time. It's yeah. not bad, that yeah. Robert Rolfe, I It's a bit of a kind of Les Darcy story, isn't it? Um, but uh, you're right. There was a similar incident with Ben. Ben, remember Ben Chalofsky? And uh, I think do, yeah. I think he got Kane Cleal's tooth stuck in his head. It Did was, he? Yeah, and was having.
1: Did Kane like, Cleal have many to spare teeth? I wouldn't. Have... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's a that's a separate. I think Kane Cleal is a separate podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> or the the Cleals generally, we could do a series on the Cleals, if the, oh, the, the broader yeah. a, broad, a Cleal kind of community, like Jamie Lyon, we and all that. Yeah, yeah, well, it would be. Um, and then in the second half, Parramatta bomb at least two tries. They there's yes. the there's Kelly weaving through and getting About held you on this. Yeah. Yeah, gets held up beautifully by Rocket Rod Silver, yep. and then there's the, Simon does get involved, throws a lovely ball out to Stuart Kelly, who throws a forward mm. pass to Carriage. Yep. and then there's another one where Carried, where they go out to Kelly, who doesn't throw the pass to Carriage when they had the overlap. The yep. commentators, this is before any of the subsequent. Oh, uh, I'm, <clears> I'm with you
1: here. Yeah. Carriage hijinks. Mm. They really
0: pin this on Carriage for being too flat.
1: Rubbish. It struck that's, me as very rubbish. odd.
0: They really took against him.
1: Well, I think what happened was that I think Sterler, or that called it, and Rab's just really piggybacked off his experts, which isn't yes. necessarily wrong. Like, he's in there with with two pretty uh, eminent ex-players. But the first one, uh, Carriage is behind Kelly. Yeah. And he throws it in front of Carriage and in front of himself. And if he threw it to Carriage, it's a it's a, a try. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I mean, he could have been deeper. I'm not suggesting that, that he couldn't have, you know, but I don't think we need to get into the optimal position for him to catch the ball. The fact is he was behind Kelly and if Kelly throws it backwards, he would have caught it or he throws it flat or backwards he catches it but he throws it in front of him the, the the second one you know maybe but it was just very funny because they took up on him yeah and I don't think he deserved it but then it looks very prophetic <laughs> what happened later on like. it? it's bit it, hard it, to sum- go you're being harsh on him yeah
0: it, it subsequently paints a picture that oh he was buggered anyway he was ho- like he yeah, he just, yeah. yeah. Um, I
1: think Kelly threw that forward when he shouldn't have and I think he should have thrown uh, maybe the second one but I mean Kelly could have thrown that uh, to be honest with you yeah but it's funny because I thought Kelly was really good and then he got held up over the try line, he threw a forward pass for near a try and didn't throw a third so there was maybe an argument that he uh, cost him a bit too but I was yeah. really happy to see him play again because I forgot how good he was, he was very fast and he had a good game, um, albeit for those moments but if I was going to pin anyone, I'm pinning him and not Carriage for, for, for the majority of that, that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's worth a wonderful tackle by uh, by Robert Rod Silver. and then oh yeah, Can- Canterbury kind of Canterbury kind of get back they they start that it's the most threatening they've been in the game. They have a couple of little moments where they start to mm. get a bit of running in their legs. Um, Hetherington drops one over the line. Travis mm. Norton does that chip and chase where he then volleys it. The volley, oh, That's unbelievable! Did, did you did you I, look? I just
1: don't remember Travis Norton being the volley sort of player, chip for himself, <laughs> and get it on the volley perfectly for the second kick. I just don't really it's remember him connection. as an sort of he, he kicks in the first half too. He takes the first two kicks of he does, distance yeah. in the game. It's you really do forget. You know, we always think of the ball playing locks but sort of ending with say Brad Fittler and Laurie Daly maybe in the mid nineties when one of them would play there in rep footy and that sort of stuff. And, and Jason Smith and but like there's still a lot of guys going around then who did that. He's in the back row and he's kicking and he's chip kicking for himself and he's passing. That they were. It really wasn't till probably a bit later than we remember. Um, that that sort of lock forward went out of the game. They were probably just starting to. I don't think the Broncos had that sort of player that year, and they won the comp. And certainly, the, the uh, you know, if you look through the next few premiers, yeah. maybe that's that's gone where we And Nicky I was there; wasn't he from Melbourne? Um, St George didn't have a board. Did, did they have Bartram? They might have. They might add a ball yeah. player in there, but um, he had a good but,
0: game, Travis Norton. He was oh, I think yeah, he, was he one did of the better players it's,
1: out there. He is, but that that sort of player, I think, just lasted a bit longer than I thought it did. Um, yeah. If you write their obituary, I think they were probably there till just around the early 2000s, I think. Which yeah, is I think that's I
0: think fair. Think it's, um, it was very, he was very good. He played very well. Can I just... We were talking about bad rules earlier, and particularly insane yeah. rules. Um, yeah. the, the held up over the line... The, the Kelly incident with Rod Silver Ah,
1: oh, forgot this. Yeah. Yep,
0: yeah. Held up over the mm. line on whatever tackle other than last. 10-metre yeah. yep. scrum, full set of six.
1: I love it. Yeah, I mean, them I used so to hate it at the time. Yeah, it why, used to make why, me very angry.
0: Why did it take them so long to get rid of that?
1: I, I, look, I don't know. I just remember every night's game I was ever at and they held someone up over the line, I was just steaming when they, <laughs> the opposition got another set because it makes no sense. There's no. No, no justification. Like, they haven't done anything good. Like, there's no, no. reason for them to get the ball back. And... I, um, looking back on it, I looked back on it very fondly because I wondered what happened. Was he got held up and all of a sudden they keep having more tackles. And I'm going, hang on, like, why, why is this? Why have they got the ball back? I was sort of yeah. only vaguely watching for a moment. And then I remembered the rule and got really, really quite excited. And it occurred to me that I think, and feel free to jump in here, modern players that would have been very valuable in 98. I'm going first with <laughs> James Seggiaro. Yes. Akili Uate. Yes. There's constant barge over attempts. And, uh, Joey Lailua. Joey Lailua. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> he'd end up leading the comp for repeat sets. Like, he'd had more than thirst in it. <laughs> because every time he's at w, he either scores or goes or barges over and gets held up. And it's, yeah. I'm the most valuable player in the game. Constant <laughs> resets by just getting your legs into the end goal. It's, it's incredible. incredible. I'm surprised nobody did that more. If you think about it now, yeah. like if the on falling tackle, you'd have a, yeah, someone a bit mad should have gone, yeah, get your big center or your big back row and a dummy half and just get over on tackle four and we'll get another set of them if not much is happening. It's
0: absolutely but, bizarre. Um,
1: Yeah, it, I I don't know why that rule was written originally, and then I don't know why it was never changed. Like they had to write that in the book at some point. Yeah and then they had to agree to never change it. Like nobody it's, ever said, you know what? Yeah.
0: Get rid of this. It, it took them a long yeah. time to get rid of it. I, yeah. Um, the other thing, I, there was also the, and we'll talk about this in a minute, um, mm. because it, it gains a greater relevance later in the game, but the dead ball tap rule was also in effect back in the, that was, I, I mm. have a view that that's one of the most loathed rules, universally loathed rules in, in the history mm. of the game. But also, wasn't it lovely to see the video ref board Oh yeah. None of this big screen KFC rubbish. The flashing yeah. lights. Yeah. With the with yeah. the white I was always very fond of the white lights.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. That stupid big blackboard with the big green yeah. you know light and the red light. No try, try, refs call, all that Wonderful. Sort of stuff. Wonderful try no try yeah.
0: play the ball. Because every now and again, and sadly it didn't happen in this game, but I'm sure we'll mm. find a game where it did. Every now and again, it would go completely haywire, and you'd have all of the lights going off, kind of flashing like an ice cream truck. It was fantastic. Nothing better. Nothing no. better.
1: Yeah, one of the best in the game. It, yeah, it's um, it was a bit like that. It, it that that board was another one we can add to the list with McDonald's footballs and and yep. Peter Sterling commentating tries at breaking down tries that just should be brought back for all time. Absolutely,
0: I would very much support the bringing back of the board. Uh, maybe if Rugby League Island does happen and they're all going to be playing mm. at one ground, maybe you know. Maybe that's an opportunity to get, you know, they'd only have to build one board. I'm sure they've got, someone's yeah. got one lying around. I'd love to get one, can I say? It'd be a lovely, oh, yeah. lovely accoutrement yeah. for a backyard. Oh, yeah, wouldn't it? For backyard, oh, yeah. Um, I tried to build one in, um, <laughs> no, this is yeah. true. In, in year seven, well, tried to build one. I In year seven, with industrial arts, we had to do uh, we had to do a project involving those little lights, you know, that they're called uh, LED mm. diodes or something. And I tried to make a football game with a video referee with the, light, with the red, and blue light, uh, red and green light. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. I bet a lot of it's, other kids did that too. I would imagine. So it
0: was really yeah. popular. Yeah. Mixed, mixed success, can I say. <laughs> uh, mixed yeah. success. Did you ever
1: get all the lights to go at once? By well. Because <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly get a job with the NRL. Well, the,
0: I was going to say that the, the board was possibly operated by a year seven industrial arts student because that's the kind of hijinks that used to go on. Um, anyway,
1: yeah. Parramatta
0: having bombed all those chances, mm. um, finally score in the 63rd minute to mm. go 18 2 in front. Great try. Um, the winger in the su- yeah. in support in the middle of the field is lovely to see. We're at uh, Fast yeah. Fanny Rugby League, gets the ball. Second up the fastest, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It's a really nice bit of play to set up that try. But yeah, it is, yeah. Two things. One, in response to carriage, being blamed for those two tries on the wing, they move him mm. back to the much more important position of fullback, and put Shifovsky yes. back out on the wing. <clears <You> <clears <throat> but got also, you got to yeah, you do. But also, Shafosky's previous kick, he's put over from the sideline to go twelve 2 mm. When they score in front of the post, for some reason, John Simon takes it. Now, yeah, I, I couldn't follow that. I don't know I if you saw the, that. I don't know if you saw the graphic that came up, but he had a career record of fifty percent at that point.
1: Yeah, good. Fifty-five hundred.
0: Fifty-five. The only 100. person in the yes.
1: league worse than Mal Meninga. Yeah. Fifty-five <laughs> hundred and ten. 110? yeah. But yeah. like at least it's twenty
0: a, of those are from in front, right?
1: You want to stop but, taking them, basically. Yeah. Yeah. At
0: so why did they change feds, the goal so. kicker? I just maybe um, Shafosky got it's a knock. A very I do a good know, question. But,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he'd already taken most of the other attempts. He'd have had to go to knock fairly recently. He didn't seem yeah. to be running badly at any point. It's um, what what I found interesting was I you now I can't quite play. So if you're ready to move, I've got a couple of things about the the game moving into the next phase. Yes, and um, and
0: I, and I want to preface this by saying at 18-2, yeah. Rabs mm. says it's not impossible, but it's verging on a miracle.
1: Yeah, well, that's okay. Like, I I may as well just throw mine out because that's what I was going to say. But thanks for coming yeah. in. Um, yeah, no, that's, just, that's exactly right. I'll um I'll just hang up. But it that that's exa- that was point one. And the second point is that Blocker starts talking up their chances again. What well, what their chances are against Brisbane, and um he starts going, yeah, well, when they go through to play Brisbane, this and that. And what's very very funny is that. The main point is that Rabs had basically written it off, and yeah. um, Blocker starts talking up their chances in the grand or well, talking down their chances in the grand final. He doesn't think anyone can beat Brisbane. But what's very funny about that is that, as you've already pointed out, Parramatta beat Brisbane two weeks ago, and Blocker goes, I don't reckon either of these teams can get anywhere near Brisbane. <laughs> He's gone, Brisbane are going to beat them. You know, Parramatta won't beat Brisbane. And he goes, oh, you, you know, you don't think the Eels will have some confidence? They beat them twice and one was two weeks ago. He goes, oh, yeah, they'll go in confident. They'll think they can win. But they won't beat Brisbane. And just really <laughs> writes off the Grand final, Which I'm sure Channel 9 is very yeah. happy with. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. So the main point being that everyone had written this off. Like this game was, was dead. And it's funny. funny if you watch modern football... You yeah. don't write teams off quite as quick as they did. There was 15 minutes left, but there, that didn't happen a lot back then. You didn't no. see teams come back. The swings in football weren't what they are now. You did not see teams come back and score at a point a minute and that sort of thing. It wasn't done. You know, like if someone came from I go so far as say, if you were down by twelve with ten minutes left, it was extraordinarily unusual for you to get the game. Whereas, if you look at a game in the last three or four years, that would have happened ten times. Off the top yeah, of the momentum head, pretty, is pretty a lot bigger. because you can get the roll is. on and be
0: unstoppable.
1: Yeah, and yeah, it, it is. Momentum play. plays a big part. Yeah, it was. It just didn't happen like that back then, where teams would would run through you. It wasn't what they were saying wasn't that odd at the time to suggest the game wasn't going to change. I think it wasn't an un yeah. You know,
0: yeah,
1: I don't think they were being unreasonable in what they were saying.
0: It's funny. I, my memory of that era, and it's funny that you say that they'd beaten them twice that year, is that mm. nobody could beat Brisbane, but Parramatta seemed to always beat them. They, they had this mm. funny record. And I think Brian Smith got mm. quite a good record against Wayne Bennett, doesn't he? But he
1: Apart from grand finals, yeah. Yeah, apart
0: from grand finals, yeah. yeah. But but he, they seemed to beat them up there in Sydney. They, they, they had a funny hex against the yep. Broncos that they could, they could knock them off no matter how strong they were. Um, they did, yeah. yeah, and that I guess does move us into the the next phase mm. of the game, which is the the Canterbury resurgence in the last fifteen or even I guess less than that uh, minutes. I've got it as thirteen you've, you've, minutes. You've got a mm. moment in mind,
1: do you? Yep, I do. So I think with even fifteen minutes to go, because they all talk about fifteen to go, but with fifteen minutes to go, Parramatta rolled down the field again. They were throwing, they threw these long balls and attacked. The centre made a break, full of um, running,
0: right? Like full of full running, full
1: of running. Yep. Yeah, so to speak. Um, there was like, I reckon at that point, when I was watching it with 15 minutes ago, I said there is no indication this is coming. Like yep. still, like they were on the attack with that momentum of the game, rolling down the field. And you all, they run, If anything, they were going to run over him and score two or three more times and go in 30 to two or something. But they just rolled and rolled and rolled. And then with 13 on the clock, um, <laughs> we get to exactly 13 minutes. Uh, John Simons boots the crap out of it out in the full. Just the Jack Whiten and just nails yes. it. Um, quite badly out in the full by like quite a distance. And um, what was very, very funny about that firstly was that he started barking his teammates down for not giving it to him on tackle four. They <laughs> like, go, oh, Simon just blowing up. He wants it on tackle four. He might want it on tackle four, but it didn't mean on tackle five. He had to shank it like 15 metres out the right of the no. sideline.
0: And also, that's absolutely right. But just before that, and I think it's an mm. example of the kind of exuberance they lost their heads a bit. He takes mm. this like, abhorrent field goal attempt
1: from 35
0: metres out on the scrum line. Like, so it's a mile away. Yeah. Shanks it horribly. It doesn't go anywhere near going over. At 18 no. two, at no. eighteen two. Now, ironically, it turns out that if that had gone over, it probably would have won him the game. But he wasn't he he was at doing. the number time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. What, what was he doing? And then, yeah, before, it wasn't his
1: best shot. It, it, yeah. I don't know many people would have kicked that ever. No, it was, it was like a real wild attempt. You need a sideline hooking it back from 35 out. It was mental.
0: The only person I've ever seen kick a field goal from that sort of position Mm. was actually further back was Mick Moran in the Newcastle rugby league grand final against Western suburbs for Maitland. Um, that's the go. only time, yeah.
1: But that's a Jared Hayne you. kicked one from a tap. Jared Hayne did one from a tap kick. The Anasta, ago, the Anasta one from... Yeah, the, he went in, a, when a tap kick. Yeah, Anasta's was was a similar spot on the field, yeah. On yeah, the other Hayne side, got one yeah. off, off a tap and tapped it and bombed it through the post. Um, yeah. It was phenomenal too, but yeah, it's but not... There was no need. Spot you no. No, it was one of those things. The only thing about that one, that one was just a sign of that their heads were a bit a bit loose. I don't think it changed much, because if you put in... A, the way they kick it, wouldn't you only would have kicked it you know they, they got the ball in the 20 or something it wasn't a big deal but it was just a yeah. very bizarre bit of football but that one where it kicks out on the full is uh basically from there that's it you know yeah. um and, and this, they this score in the 69th that's the first comeback yep. try off and that. what was really noticeable yeah yeah off that and, and what what was really noticeable about that try i don't know if you noticed this as well firstly the pass was a mile forward yeah um, like an absolute country mile forward so if you want to talk you know, moments in time That was a, such a blatant forward pass For the try yeah. And secondly though, wasn't it funny That they scored this try and they go into 18-6 And there was no buzz like They were just like, no. Genevry score like There was no suggestion it was on still Because it just didn't even feel You know, no. like, yeah, Parramatta-Shank one, They got down there, they scored a try And everyone was just like, oh yeah There's a yeah, try, that Ravs is going They scored, there was no whoop, there's no buzz No one thought this was on, even at that point no. 18-6, Halligan misses the goal you know, they've got a slight chance sort of thing was the, the thinking. It yeah. wasn't, I didn't even feel the momentum had changed to be honest with you. It was just sort of one of those lapses in concentration. Um, and, and then yeah, I, I just thought that was quite stunning.
0: This is it. So then Parramatta, mm. there's no reason for, from there, they get, um, the dogs turn it over and Parramatta get, yep. get a set in the Canterbury half. Simon has a field goal, yeah. charged down, then misses another one. Mm-hmm. I suggest to you, my learned colleague, if you're going to talk about people who are... like, Everybody blames Paul Carriage. If you're going to talk about people who might be considered responsible, you start apportioning blame for Parramatta losing this match. I think you've got to talk about Paul Simon way before anyone talks about Paul Carriage.
1: Because he yeah. hits... Yeah. A, a, John a, Simon should have kicked that. One he of the kicks a demented yeah. field
0: goal attempt at 18-2. Yeah. Then he kicks it out on the full to give him the position to go eighteen six. Then he has two shots to seal the game and misses both. Mm. But the first one, one of them he gets he should have kicked as well. first one yeah. he gets a the second one he gets a clean shot at yeah. and just misses from in front. The second one he's so flat. Yeah. The second one he's so flat to the dummy half. He gets a charge down. Mm. I put it to you yeah. that that Paul Simon, sorry, not Paul Simon, that would be incredible. That John Simon yes. is uh is is at least as culpable as Paul Carridge.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've already thrown it on Stuart Kelly, so I mean, I, a bit after <laughs> me to, back to it. I've already been to, there's a bit to Kelly, go, but, but there's a bit to go, go around, is my th- point. There's, there's a bit to go part. around, yeah. He should have kicked that field goal. And look, I'll get into the... I've got some views on the carriage as well, as I know you do, which we'll get into in a minute. But he, he, sh- he should have kicked one of the field goals, yeah. the, and that should have been the end of the game. And it was after he didn't kick them, after the two attempts, that this was the moment. I still didn't feel the momentum had changed. Like, the Dogs scored, Parramatta went back down the field, it was still sort of tit for tat, and they were a bit too good. They missed the field goals, And this, out of nowhere, nothing was doing. And then Robert Relf throws this, Beltedly good offload to Rod Silver, where if the game's still flat, it still doesn't feel like they're coming back. And then Silver scores this absolute scything try off the Robert Ralph offload and just belts through everyone and goes over in the corner, burns Shikoski cold. I think yeah. it was Shikoski, not at yeah, that yeah. point. Shikoski was back to fullback. Just kidding. Yes.
0: On. And yeah. um,
1: so not kicking goals because of his stats, but, but, but playing fullback back. That's but, right. Yeah. And, and silver burns him cold. And all of a sudden you went, shit. Like, it just where did that come from? There was no yeah. sense this was on. And all of a sudden this try has just completely turned it on its head. And you go, well, hang on. We're 18 here. They've got all the funny. running all of a sudden. And Halligan's got a goal to, to make this a converter try different.
0: Yeah. And it's funny that what you said is absolutely right. You described it beautifully. But it's, it's like... It's like Silver's playing a different game to everybody. He's just playing at a different speed because it's a beautiful ball by Roth, but he is just shot mm. out of a cannon. And the next one. He's minute, on fast forward. And then he the looks next one like he's on the, fast forward. And yeah. everyone else is just like, oh, I like yeah. standing still. It's unbelievable.
1: Um, he made Chikovsky look like he was standing on dead set, yeah. standing still when he went past him. It was a phenomenal try. It's a well, great but, ball from Robert Relf. It's fantastic. The, the thing about that is, it just goes to show, with like, the with Racket League. He's got to remember he's,
0: he's playing yeah. down
1: a tooth at this point. Yeah, that's why he's thrown. He's a bit angry. But they, that's the thing is you get this game right where it, the dogs were in this scrap with Parramatta and Parramatta were a bit too good for them. Just, a, you know, a try or two too good, a bit too much class. They're a bit ahead and you get close enough with 10 minutes into the game, left in the game and it, a piece of skill. Like someone... Yeah has got his arm loose. And that doesn't work a lot of the time, that pass. How many times do that go down? And you go, he's got to hold that. What's he well, doing? That? Keep your head. He throws it. It's a bit of skill. He runs in the heart the contact. He, he offloads it. His fullback's doing his job and backing up. Now, you never see fullbacks do that anymore, that backing up. So which is very good at it. Tedesco, not a lot of the others yeah. do it. And he's belting through off the offload. And forget game plans and structures and any of that. It's a an individual piece of skill by two players there. Two people have done a really important sort of thing at the right time of the game and all of a sudden that's what gives you the opportunity to win it that's when they never looked like winning the game they didn't look like winning after the try before that when they scored that one all of a sudden you were like hang on they're coming here they're they're, they're on you. that is a cracking try they've got the running Parramatta are going to get the wobbles because they're up 18 to a minute ago and all of a sudden if Halligan kicks this you go on 18-12 and you're going shit we're gonna like we can't your view is, it's not, we want to win and make the grand final. It's, we can't botch this. We can't throw yeah. this away. And that's, that's it. That's it. Like,
0: it Alley. changes you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it was. It was the sort of try that it was and the brilliance of it. It kind I, of it, it lifts the team and it, it changes the mood of the ground and all that stuff. I um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's incredible. It's wonderful
1: try. It really was. Yeah. And he and saved then, one. Like we spoke about him saving the Kelly one, Rod Silva. He's got a yeah. big sort of mark on him for men in the match on that. He saved an absolute belting try and he scored one of the great sort of finals tries and the critical try in the game. Um, and, then, fantastic.
0: And, yeah. and, and this goes to the run that they've had because Silver had a blinder against the Knights the week before mm. and Darryl Halligan... I liked
1: him, but I liked yeah, him. Yeah, so did yeah. I. Like.
0: And, <laughs> and Darryl Halligan, the week before against Newcastle, had kicked six from six in a game that went to extra mm. time. So he, he's missed the first one, but he hasn't kicked this mm. now for 18-12 mm. to give him a chance to, to try and jag the game too. in the last five minutes. It's mm. right out, It's out wide. Mm. Sinks it and suddenly it's 1812 and they've got the you know the sideline conversion it never fails yep. to, to get get people hopping
1: no It's funny it, Gus always had this really Demented sort of phase In the early And mid 2000s Of like When someone would score From behind Like they were losing And they scored near half time Like on the bell He'd always be really going on About how they had to Kick the goal To go in with momentum Like you remember it Like nearly every yeah, third yeah. week They'd score a try And you were down 12-6 And you scored to go 12-10 Or you scored to go 12-8 like Whatever And he's like Oh jeez They've got to get this goal They're going to go in flat If he doesn't get it He's got to kick it yeah. Like it, it was really One of these weird foibles He had for a while there And it's He does um, have yeah yeah it does and look it was an important kick obviously this one yeah. did matter but it, it is it does when someone bangs one from the sideline and the game's on it's it's big it, it, it's yeah. uh, it was an important kick because every bit as important as the next one for example, well because if you yeah. don't kick that one the game's over it's it's done and it's um he was a he was a really clutch kicker yeah. for large parts of his career halligan um sorry sorry north's fans but um later on the Paul Sox he certainly didn't miss a lot when it was on um
0: yeah it's funny I just one more just a very small side note on that that Rod Silver mm. try before we talk about Willie Kalao the yeah. Fatty Voughton used to do, You're talking about things commentators used to do Fatty Voughton, I don't know if you noticed this he only chucked a little one in remember Fatty Voughton's brief but memorable period of going hee ya" all the time on the commentary yeah, whenever hee ah yeah. he did that it really like I, 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 it really jolted yeah, me cool. <laughs> back to being seven years yeah. old because I used to launch it. I went through a phase of really launching it to the absolute despair of my parents. Yeah, yeah, good.
1: Yeah. that yeah. and a lot of other things that cause <laughs> you the despair of your parents, I imagine. But
0: yeah, to this, to uh, this, to, to this, to yeah. this day, my friends.
1: Yeah, um, um, yeah, you're right. The, the only thing I'll add to that did disappoint me was we were slightly after Fatty's demented rhyming slang phase, and we true. didn't get quite enough talk of little like you little Ronnie coot, like an over from meat true. Pie. There wasn't quite enough of that. There was a bit earlier in the '90s that Fatty just wouldn't stop, like stop dropping really demented Aussie slang into his yeah. sentence. It sentences. is a loss. It was. Um, it, was it was more it, of. It, uh, it,
0: Law of he's done it returns. a few times
1: lately. Like he's come back for a few games in Queensland over the last few years and done a few games up there on a Thursday. And when I've happened to watch it, whenever he drops one, it just really sort of takes me to better places. I start seeing sounds. It's really fantastic.
0: And from there, it's kind of just on, isn't it? Parramatta just looks like they've been, they, look, they go from looking from four or five minutes earlier, looking like they're full of running and could play for another two hours, to looking like they just need full time. They're gone. You know, they look
1: like every Brian Smith coach team yeah. in a big game uh, yeah. in the entirety of Brian Smith's career. Yeah. Um, just like, be it at sudden, sudden, Newcastle, from George, Parramatta, the Roosters, same thing. We're sudden, in coaches sudden, and they, um, they flip it.
0: Yeah. Sudden onset anemia. You know, they just yeah. went, they just. When it's on the line. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they, you know, the, 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 uh, the dogs get a fairly ropey uh, six again call off Travis Norton's break down the right, and they're in through Willie mm. Talao. Didn't Talao yep. look good? Young Willie Talao was only his fourth choice yeah first
1: grade. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know who he reminds me of? He's bigger. But um, in my constant comparisons, he reminds me a lot of Matt Utah. He's a strong bastard. Yeah. He's bigger than Matt Utah, but he's still, he's that built, he's not a big, like a giantly tall, you know, lanky guy. He's just that power packet. I loved Willie Talao. It was good to see Gavin Lester on that note it as well. Was, but yeah. another, was much,
0: much better. Another um, fast league yeah, he had not yeah, a lot, bad of, lot of
1: second fastest man in league candidates playing Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Um, it, Willie Talia was, um, that brought me a lot of joy. It's always funny looking back when you go and Google Willie Talia and like the statistics and the games played and everything don't quite match up to like I was, you know, eight or nine when I was watching this and how much how good I thought he was at eight or yeah. nine doesn't quite match what the career pitch... Like, geez, Willie I was good. And then you well, look back and you go, It didn't play as much as I
0: thought he did. But he, well, I have yeah. the same kind of experience with Brent Sherwin, who yeah. I have this memory of being a wonderful footballer and, you know, in sort of... Yeah. Um, well, he was. He was. I always yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was. yeah. And then from there... Parramatta look like, all of a sudden it looks like they'll be lucky to make full-time. There's only a minute and a half to go, but Canterbury off the kickoff mm. are at them again. Yes. And Sterlo who has kind of folded. Well, can I
1: just say, if we've gone on the try, we've just missed the Callaghan goal one. Of course. There, just yeah. Quickly. Um, I got chills watching that. Like when I started, oh, my blood was, was chilling and tingling and, you know, like you're watching it. Even all these, he's later, and he pumps his double fist, where right? he gets back, yeah. he kicks it and he gives the big double pump. And the trainer's got the hug on him and stuff. And he goes like, it's fantastic. I mean, I've never liked much. liked the Bulldogs, but, um, yeah, that's just wonderful, It's wonderful theatre. It, it's it's that that you must like if you play rugby league and you kick goals and stuff. It there'd be stuff like any sport, you know, like. Hitting a four off the last ball in cricket or you know, in, in other sports, you know, kicking the goal or something in extra time in the soccer for the penalty or saving it if you're a keeper. And like in rugby league, it's kicking that goal from the sideline. to When yeah. you grow up, even guys who don't kick it, you know, like you're in the park and you're, yeah. you're imagining you've got the goal to win or tie the game on the bell. That's like what you think about doing. Yeah, you don't even really think about scoring the try, do you? It's always, I'm gonna sit here yeah. and think about banging that goal over, Put the kick over when and everyone's watching. Yeah, yeah. He, he, 40,000 people there, the ground's dead set nearly full at the football stadium. They're they're belting yeah. out anything, they're mad. And oh, the just... atmosphere
0: is so good there. I, it why is, the hell did is, those yeah. the, why those Pelicans in Macquarie Street ripped it down? I will have no idea. It it was no. and the trust demanded that it be ripped down. it, it is just so good. It, it's the best yeah. apart, possibly Lane Park's quite good, but as far as big stadiums go, it is the best one to watch rugby league. And I love because it. it. I love it. I've watched the, a lot of keeps, semis there. Yeah. Keeps the noise yeah. in, it's fantastic. Um it I wasn't as it. It's, it's funny though. 10 years later, these two or 11 years later, these two teams playing in a mm. semi final, and the crowd is twice as big out at Homebush. Yep. They get 70,000 there for the Hayne um, against the Bulldogs. It's funny how, at that time, the idea of a big crowd was quite different. The, the, yeah, current, the, yeah. the level of professionalism and stuff, and the Pudge yeah, Super League lull, yeah. and all of that, it wasn't quite uh, they no, weren't that's those big right. occasions. Um, even no, though they 39,
1: 40,000 now, they'd be going mad about how bad the crowd was, but it was yeah. big and full and wonderful. It was great. It, it, um, it it really it is a great stadium to go to. I've watched the you know that all the finals were there when the nights were actually good. So like all yeah. the ones that I watched growing up were at that ground and they were intense. We had some good ones for the, for the Roosters and some bad ones for the Roosters. And the, the atmosphere there is just belted. It's fantastic. I always love going there for a semi final. You and I watched when South and East played in the um, preliminary the, the year that South won the comp, and it, it, it's they're just great. It's great um, yeah. down there. But it, it's um, the. I think with, with that goal, what was quite quite interesting is he hit it very differently to the others. I just noticed he was hook kicking,
0: yeah, and he hooked hook.
1: this one. You no, he hooked it a little bit, and then everyone's you know Rabs is going, if that keeps hooking, he's gone. And it inexplicably, yeah. hits it, curls, and then just holds line. Just yeah. holds the line.
0: You think and, well, if you watch it, yeah, you, you would have thought if you were a, if you were a para fan watching that, you think, oh, he's missed. We're going to be all right. Yeah, you it's know? hooking
1: away. And not a lot of people held their line like that, uh, like he has there. And it's, um, it was quite funny just to go, while we're on goal kicking, a really bad aside here, can I suggest to you that <laughs> though he didn't do it at that point of his career, sure. Clinton Shikoski, the other goal kicker, yes, became the first person to fade kick that I can think of in the NRL. He, he came Let's back to right. Canberra, started, sh- yeah, started shutting his eye, which I was always off. Christian Inu was good for that too. But earlier, Shikoski would shut his eye and he used to fade kick and, like, everyone used to hook. And then he started doing these ones where he'd boot them out the other way and the, comp like, Rabs would be going mad, going, no, oh, shank that. And then they'd start fading back through the post. It took Rabs a
0: long time to adapt to fade kicking. but like yeah, well, see, the thing is, Canberra Cam- didn't get on Channel 9 much, so he'd sort of only see him once every six months. It yeah, yeah and he'd be really blowing then. up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to curl to the corner post and they start fading back. But, um, yeah, well, that was much later. But I wonder if, you know, this
0: game maybe left an impression on Tchaikovsky that led him to learn <laughs> to fade kick. God, so that's a question that needs to be put. To him, um, yeah. So then, there is so much that happens in the last minute of the regular time. Yeah. Corey Hughes field goal attempt. Yep. Terrible, appalling field goal attempt that should never have been taken. Mm-hmm. Rolls towards the dead ball line. Yeah. Paul Carriage has one foot over the dead ball line.
1: Let's let's call this Mark One. We're going to have to give them, you know, Mark One, Mark Two from here on for Carriage. So. Of course.
0: Yeah. So mark Carriage, one. this is this, mm-hmm. yeah. He's got his foot on the dead ball line or over. Mm. Balls rolling, 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 slowing down. Yes. Carriage puts a hand on it. Commentator mm. Rabs says, oh, he knows the rule. He's done well there. That, that'll that be out, with, out of the 20 under that old absurd rule that they had at the time.
1: You're a backstabber here, Rabs. He really turns on him very yeah, quickly, does, having yeah. suggested. Like, he He's really tries right his back on him.
0: Yeah. And then... Bill Harrigan inserts himself into proceedings and says, no, 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 that ball had stopped. The ball has to be in motion. It's a goal on dropout. Mm. Now, I think he's wrong because I think when Carriage puts his hand on the ball, it is still moving. And in fact, it's off the ground.
1: How can it be stopped? It's moving, it's very, it's moving very slowly, but yeah, it's moving. Um, look, we ha- I had this out Ed, that... Harrigan changed the 89 grand final. This one didn't change the result, but it's just more dickhead Harrigan stuff that he used to do. He used to make calls. I never had any time for him. I, I accept he wasn't a bad referee. I'm not actually saying he was a bad referee. He was a perfectly good referee, but he just arrogantly used to see things and then just, wouldn't be told otherwise, you know what I mean? Like he'd tell you now, it was like, he'd watch it, yeah. see it rolling yeah. and tell you it had stopped. And he That's just right. used to love just like, just he used to, used to, to love making a big into call. The, yeah, he yeah, it, it did. And like, you know, like that was, I, I don't think, I, I'll be fair to him about this. I don't think any Bulldogs fan would have been blowing up if that had have been gone the other way, like if they no. had a in the 20 tap, I don't think anyone, no one at the ground would have said that's rubbish. That ball had stopped and it should have been a dropout. No one would have said it. it, but I it think- look, it was close. It wasn't moving very quickly. I'll certainly grant you that, but it, it wasn't dead still. And what a stupid rule just because absurd, why make, I make us have a discussion about whether the ball had come to a complete halt or was slightly in motion. I just don't 40 metres away from
0: any other player, might yeah,
1: you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, Harrigan, to be fair to him, is not anywhere near it. No, <laughs> like it's, no. it's, it's Yeah, and we've got no in-goal touch judge because the video ref's in, but we don't go to the video ref. So it's, then, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it becomes a very, like, nobody's anywhere near that to make a call that, you know, um You're absolutely it right.
0: It's, it's just bizarre. Can I, can right? I, can I ask I, you I, while we're moments. on that? yeah. You know,
1: I want a culpability rating because we're going to go mark one, mark two, mark three yeah. on, on carriage as we go through events. Yeah. Culpability rating out of 10 for that one. 0 I'll give it out of five. Let's give him out of So zero out of zero. five. Give him zero. That's not his 5 I only, only give him a two. I only give him a two out of five. I know it's difficult to say it's either right or wrong, but look, it was moving... Very, very slow, like it becomes a point where, yeah,
0: but I mean, you know,
1: like, you know what I mean. Like, it's like saying, it's like saying, you know, did he knock on at dummy half or didn't he when he sort of fumbled it and you're not sure if it hits the yeah. ground? Like, it's bad to nearly do it. Like, it. it was fairly close to not moving. And whilst he might intellectually be correct, maybe you don't risk it at that yeah, point in, what, the, yeah. uh, in the preliminary final. It, it I give him a what? two because it was a bit boneheaded to, to do it, but
0: I put it is clumsy, but, yeah, but I, I put it to you that that, that the, the madness of that possibly has an influence on what comes next the, the kind of you know what I mean because the oh, you mean. the compatibility yeah. can, can you run us through it I will I'm very happy to run you through it in detail
1: yeah
0: paraattadic take the dropout that they didn't think they would have to take how long ago in, we
1: got what 20 seconds? Oh,
0: 30, 30 seconds at 30 at seconds
1: yeah
0: canterbury take the they take one hit up off the off the mm-hmm. dropout get up to yeah. about the 30 or the 20
1: Final play of the game.
0: Final play of the game. They're trying to mm-hmm. set for a field goal. The ruck, like it had been the whole game, is a disgrace. There's just players mm-hmm. everywhere. And it mm-hmm. ends up beautifully. And in any other game, this would be the highlight. In fact, in this game, it's about the 25th best thing that happens. Robert Ralph mm-hmm. attempts a match-winning field goal from coming Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: I forgot it was Robert Relf. Yeah, that Robert really Rolf. got me going. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, or possibly a better finish to the game if he'd have put that over. Um, oh, yeah, wouldn't it? And, and misses. And you think, oh, well, that's that. We're going to extra time. Poor Carriage, fresh off the injustice served upon point Siren's gone. Siren's gone. Game is over. Mm. All Carriage has to do is just take the ball, kick it into the seagulls, right? The other way, into the grandstand. What he actually does
1: is kick it to the seagulls.
0: seagulls. So he he picks it up, has a look, and thinks, no, no, we're on here. And boots it. To no one, yeah. downfield, mm. thinking something. There's Canterbury players all over the field. They've just taken a field goal attempt. There's people. I'd really like
1: it. to stress that this wasn't yeah. a chip kick. Like, no, he, didn't he get just it. boots it. He's 10 metres out and he kicks the crap out of the ball. And the the reason, he doesn't chip kick it. He boots it.
0: Boots And it. the reason we know it's not a chip kick is because it ends up in the hands of Craig out 48 metres out, who launches yeah. Yeah. the most incredible... I think that it's one of the most incredible moments I've ever seen in a football game. Mm from 48 meters out to, to hit it like that in that moment with all that had gone on and it yeah. goes under the bar by, you know, that much.
1: Yeah. Um, that was, he just, it's just unbelievable. It. it was fantastic. It's yeah. One of the great he's strikes. Just nailed it. Mm. Yeah. It reminds me of Benji Marshall's halfway strike with right. no momentum in that yeah, yeah. game, albeit without the context that Marshall's was one of the best I've ever seen that, that halfway yeah. kick, but yeah, he's just booted this 48 minutes out, slotted it. And I'm, you know, it's just gone under. I'm going to let you run us through Peter Sterling's, Reaction,
0: Sure. This. Oh, happy to. So Sturlow had been kind of, I think, the tension had been getting to him a bit. He had a few moments during the game where he just showed his hand a little bit. He was usually fairly, um, yeah. fairly in, impartial. But he caught Did you notice when he called Jason Bell belly at one point and then corrected himself? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> Jason Bell, Jason Bell. And then, anyway, they, the shot goes. The shot goes through the air. When actually, when carriage takes the, the kick down field, Sturlow is heard to just go, mm. oh, like that. Despairing.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, Remember that? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. What are you doing? Yeah.
0: And then <laughs> the kick goes in and Sterlow goes, No, nah, no, nah, it's just gone under. Really trenchantly, like obviously quite emotionally invested. No, oh, it's yeah, under, yeah, yeah. It's under. Then they show the slow motion replay and he starts calling that it's like, Oh, it's just gone over. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's completely
1: oh, yeah. gone. He's going, Oh, it's over. It's over. It's under. It's under. Oh. I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he just. Yeah, and then yeah, it, it, it's wonderful. It's very endearing because we've all got our teams, and we all, you know, yeah. I think we've all been Peter Sterling in that moment. There's just there's no chance to hold your objectivity no. at all, and he's just completely. He was a wonderfully professional commentator and a very That's good it. one. Yeah. He just completely lost his head. He wasn't a guy who did this a lot, but this was just it was just all a bit too much. He's only retired five years or so at this yeah. point. Like it's not been a long time out of the game. And yeah, it's just you know how I many you played 200 plus games for Barramatta, didn't you? Like it's just yeah. it, it's fantastic. It, it um culpability rating for that incident. for
0: oh, Paul carriage, Out of how out many? Five. Out, out, out of 5.
1: Out of 5.
0: 2 yeah. million. It's the dumbest best player ethics. It's the dumbest that yeah, it, it, it has at any level of sport.
1: Um yes, and I, I'd like to make a like a brief comment because we're going to go on to discuss extra time and the carriage uh miracles sort of three and four at the very least but um yep. at this point what i will make the point is, is that paul parridge has done one questionable thing that depending on how you view that incident is either really boneheaded or a bit unlucky and then done one of this literally the dumbest plays in the history of the sport yep. um neither of them has had any effect on the comeback like they no. were up 18 2 so let's even pretend now and we'll go ahead to whether he is culpable in extra time but even if he cost them an extra time, they were winning the game with 13 minutes left, 18-2, and nothing he has done in this game has cost led to any of the points. No, like he, they nothing they ran he all those tries in.
0: Yep, nothing that he does has anything to do with Canterbury getting from 18-2 behind to 18-all. Nothing. No, no they're Not
1: 18-all before he botches anything, That's and he doesn't right. start botching anything until 30 seconds left in the match or one minute left in the match. And then he makes quite, a, unfortunately, as we go on extra jump, quite a lot of a lot of yeah. mistakes. But it, it, it doesn't, it's a little difficult to sort of beat the game on it. him. Because why, why are you losing from 18-2 with 15 minutes on the, the clock, 13 minutes to go? win the John, game,
0: for Christ's sake. If John Simon, diamonds on the sole of his shoes, had kicked one of those field goals or not blasted it into touch, that has mm. an effect on the comeback. That has an effect on whether yeah. they're in front of full-time. Nothing, nothing that Paul Carries does yeah. by full-time in normal time has cost many any points.
1: No, and I mean, thank oh. God that that didn't happen because I, well, my life would be incurably poorer if we didn't have carriage breakdown. What happened? And then, yeah. One of the best things in that uh, it's just so wonderful. But yeah, nonetheless, I do feel quite sorry for him. It's like really watching someone's life just fall apart live on, on television. It's incredible. The footage it, just, um, it, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah.
0: It's like he's it's grabbing, awful. It's, it is. Yeah. It's quite sickening. But he yeah, he's just like he's grabbing his own head by the end.
1: Yeah, he's He's not sure what's happening. Yeah,
0: and we've all been there, can I say? Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, it sort of happens to me a lot. So just playing local sports really badly, like at at low levels. (laughs) (laughs) It's just really boneheaded things all the time. We wonder why I'm bothering. But um, we go into extra time from here. And look, I think there's no, we don't separate this too much. It flows on is that they basically kick off to the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs go 70 metres down the field in the first set of extra time and bang the field goal. So yep. what you've got here is that at the 67th minute, it's 18-2. Yeah. You know, they score in the sixty nine. So in like 11 minutes and then the first set of extra time, it's gone from 18-2 to 19-18. Like, it. Yep. It's forget getting the in all. They, they just roll down. There's a break. It might be Leicester. It makes, someone makes Martin, a really good run Martin, in the first set. Martín yeah. you know, happens to all of us making that mistake. Yeah. So, they, they go down the field. But they, they just roll them. Like, it looks like they're playing reserve grade. Like, it's run, 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 run drop a field goal. And you go, yeah. Jesus. Like, what so what again, happened there? Like they haven't tackled anyone.
0: Nothing's happened. Canterbury are now in front in the game. Yep. And, and Paul Carriage hasn't cost them any points.
1: No, because Paul, it doesn't even cost him, because Paul Carriage made the mistake on full-time, it didn't cost, it them, cost him anything. like anything. It didn't cost him anything. The game just stopped and we went into extra time. So if he didn't kick it, they still would have started with a kickoff in yeah. extra time. I mean, they might have been a bit rattled by being on the field with someone who thought it was appropriate to do that. It, I think it's sort of like being reasonable. in a nightclub with you. It's sort of, that's right. once you see you get cut loose a bit, You're going like, it's a bit rattling to be around you. It can put you puts off. you off your game but a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like suddenly I'm a bit sort of, you know, letting through tackles and all sorts of stuff. But <laughs> it's. Nonetheless, again, you're right. It's somehow 1988, and Paul Carriage hasn't cost them any points.
0: In this is this it. Game.
1: This is it's, the mythology of this game. Point.
0: If you ask yeah. any ordinary punter, including a lot of Parramatta supporters, who it should be noted, yeah. Paul Carriage was chased out of Australian Rugby League after this incident. Never um, played again.
1: Never he played, played in Australia
0: again, at least, yeah.
1: No, and he only played one year Super League, though. He, played, he only played, he played one season in the Super League in 99, and then he was up in the Q Cup. I mean, recently, yeah. a couple of years ago, he played for the Parramatta Legends, and I'm very sorry I didn't get to that game. Jeez, I would like to see him sort of him. right the wrongs by losing the preliminary final
0: or something. The, yeah, in the Legends company. comp. In, in the ring and intercept
1: or something. He's <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> really on, but... Um, he does yeah, then... He ran out the yeah, But the, yes. And then there's another... Yeah. So it's 9-18 at this point. And then Mark 3, the 84th minute, <clears throat> he catches a bomb over to his side. He catches it in the field of play and is pushed into touch. Yeah. I'm putting the culpability fairly low again here, Gaz. No, no. What's he supposed no. to do? Not the one uh, where he stepped. This is not the one where he stepped. No, I, I, know,
1: I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. It, it's... um. No, nah, look, I, I can't have this. I'm trying to find... I've got the quote here from Sterlo somewhere. Um... Is, is this one where he makes – it? yeah, no, Mark 3's – yeah, okay. So, I've got – yeah, Mark 4. So, this is what – when he's done that, Sturlow has just gone – this is how Sturlow reacted to the moment yes. you're talking about. He's just gone – he's made some of the dumbest plays I've ever seen on a rugby <laughs> league field, poor carriage. Like, this is – in the game. So To, to, to Mark again, what's happened is they chip kick to the corner of the field attacking, yeah. and it's about 10 out, and it's one of those kicks that's just no good. Like, nobody's – yeah, nothing's going to happen, and it's about, it's about a metre from the sideline or, or less – and what you would do is you stand there, let the attacking team catch it, and then you tackle them out because they can't go anywhere. They're boxed at the sideline. There's nothing to do. What he does is he makes this really weird, giant, like quite athletic <laughs> leap into the air, like double. You remember the old double leg jump thing? Yeah. Jumps up with two legs, takes this huge jump, and then they just push him out. And get another yeah. set. So they're attacking the try line. Nothing's on. They can't score if he doesn't catch it. Nothing's going to happen. It's nowhere near the try line. And he just does this huge boneheaded leap into the air for no reason. And then as he comes down, they just push him out. And Sturlo, just to quote it again, is just yeah. had enough. Yeah. He's made some of the dumbest rope plays I've ever seen on a rugby league field, Paul Carriage. It's just really had it here. He just he tees off. No, he's
0: which he's gone. never done about any other player, I don't think.
1: No. I, don't get
0: no. Like that. Um, I
1: know what you're saying about culpability, but it's just. After everything else, it was yeah. dumb. It was
0: dumb. I'm, I'm going to give him three out of five for that one. Yeah, i give him um, three and a half. It is, worth noting and a half that, um, it is worth noting that Canterbury do score off that play. Um, yes, this from, is the
1: first time he leads to points, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. so they, um, they, they score uh, pretty much straight after that. Mm-hmm. To go to uh, Manners try from dummy half.
1: Good try, um, yeah, a yeah. Very good try. try.
0: He had a wonderful good game. Good player, Palmeira. Palmeira. He, was he was a good
1: player, Craig Palmeira. Something I
0: noticed about him early on in the game. Did yeah. you get onto the play? It was in the first half where he gets it out. He gets it from the dummy half, gives mm. it to Shama, cuts someone out to give it to Martini, wraps around. Yes, you do. Martini mm. gives it to Halligan. Polamana then wraps around again and ends up on the wing with Halligan in yeah, possession. Yeah, I
1: see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, He's he, very he... He's another player in that category we we're talking about, where we said there was no like worldly elite players in the game. It was a lot of very good off the cuff yeah. talented players, and he I was another him. in that mould. That he would he would at any time in history he'd be in the NRL, the ARL. He's not a guy where you go. He was like he would always have a spot in the competition, you know, he's not yeah. going to go in the hall of fame and stuff sure. like that, but he would always find his way at yeah. any, whether it's now 50 years ago, whenever, there's not a time where you go, Oh, he's lucky to play. He was just a clever player. Yeah. He had a lot to offer at halfback and hooker. He played what was in front of him and had a nice kick on him when he needed to. And yeah, he, he was, um, he was good. And he had a very good game at a key moment for him. And I'm glad they, that he had that because I, I yeah. always rated him. I know was good yeah,
0: football. me too. Uh, yeah. And then he, so he's in, like, so they've gone then to 25, 18, like, Scored 23 points in 14 minutes. Thanks very much. Yes. Uh, Only six of them applicable to Paul Carriage. Uh, Then, Mm. I think this is possibly his worst one. Like, in in isolation, the game's gone by this point. But in isolation, it is the worst. Or the second worst one after the kick. Um, Yeah. The kick... Maybe the kick's worse because it takes like you have to think to kick it.
1: Like you have to, have yeah. to, have to put some thought into the yeah, kick. the this kick is, is worse because it's
0: actively like this is a mistake. Yeah, the kick is like a brain explosion. Yeah, it's
1: a very bad mistake though. If you care to run us through it, it's yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, it's upsetting.
0: It's a it's a fairly ordinary kick towards the you know, uh, kick towards the touchline. He catches it and immediately steps into touch. There's not much more to say about yeah. it.
1: No, no, like it's a kick for distance from their own half. Kicks yeah. down. He catches it near the sideline. Catches it and, and puts his foot... And not yeah. with momentum, like he catches it, stops, and as he turns to go infield, he just puts his foot on the sideline. Um, one thing before I go on with how dumb that was and get your culpability, i would forgotten something I wanted to bring up for you. How yes. old was the touch judge? Oh, yeah, the touch judge in that game was about 75. You don't see he's, that, he's that anymore. the oldest bloke I've
0: ever seen. Back in the good old days, you used to get a bit of this. Yeah. You'd get these real pensioners yeah. walking up and down the touchline. You don't get it anymore. And, it's, and the game is no. lesser for it, can I say. Um, yeah i think if we could if i could make one big reform for for rugby yeah. league to enter the post corona era uh yeah. and possibly this is possibly it's possibly lucky now you would yeah. never get you couldn't have geriatric touch judges on rugby league island but uh yeah. it's just uh yeah, you're right. It was a wonderful period in the game where you did have... Are
1: you suggesting work for the pension sort of scheme? Like, where That's you get pensions saying, to you work you as jump, touch judges. Jump as jump down the the touch pension. Line.
0: I want more yeah. old codgers on the line. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, good. Um, like yeah. that.
1: I do. Um, Culpability rating for this one. Are you giving him a five? I yeah, think? no,
0: you get a five for that. Yeah. All think, right. Well, I'm I,
1: going through the events, and you've got five out of five, three out of five, so we're an eight out of ten. Uh, plus, I've given you a six out of five for the other one. So you're in 14. Out of 20. 10, yeah, out of 20, yeah, about 14 out of 20, I'm going 6, 8, 11, I'm going about 17. Yeah, <laughs> about 17. Bit, I, and, Yeah, I, sure. I gave him a bit for the first one because I just don't think it was like, you know, it's like throwing a really flat pass and arguing it wasn't quite forward when it was just like not a good pass to throw. Like i mean, touching that one on the dead ball line, it wasn't really the thing to do. I accept your premise that it probably, when you watch it five times, it probably had like half a, wiggle in it like yeah. it's wiggling maybe but i don't think it would have yeah. flipped over again the ball it was moving i don't think it would have flipped over like you know it's rolling and on a right i don't think it would have done a whole roll over itself i think it might have just rocked
0: Look, um, like, that's reasonable it, yeah
1: like, I, it's just that i feel yeah. so bad for him like and i feel so bad for enjoying it as much as i do yeah <laughs> i mean it it's so is, good
0: it's, it's often it, it is very darkly funny
1: yeah it just, is. It's, and
0: it's very rare you see someone at a very high level, yeah. completely melt like that, and, be, uh, and by the end, he's kind of unable yeah. to do really basic skills of the no, game. No, no. But ten just... minutes earlier, he wouldn't have even thought about doing. You no. know, like uh, I think um, what what
1: it sort of gets to me is that I think the Simpsons sort of sum it up best when they do the freeze on like Ralph's heartbreak. You can like pinpoint the moment his heart breaks. Yes. And they sort of freeze it. I think there's a moment in the game somewhere where you could just freeze the screen and actually see Paul Carriage's heart.
0: Yeah, you can see his brain um, brain sort of melting at his ears. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. but look, I'm giving him about 16 or 17 out of 20 for culpability of the events he was involved in whilst making the very stern point that I don't think he cost them the game. I think think all his
0: errors errors came at a point at which Parramatta were never going to win. It was after and, the but, yeah, and, and it can,
1: even if they could have won in extra time, there's just there shouldn't have been an extra time. No. Like they're up 18-2 with yeah. eleven minutes on the clock. There's just no there's no reason for them to have been in that situation. And if someone costs them once you've got there. Like you can't then start pinpointing your winger or you're rotating. Who shouldn't have been rotating the fullback? And that's one point I've left out here. He makes the errors in the field like at fullback. He makes. The chip kit that the booting kick downfield and the dead ball roll yeah. at fullback. And then Smith tries to hide him on the wing and the game keeps following him. The, the extra time errors are all yeah. on the wing. So on the ball bugger has been hooked from fullback and swapped back out to get out of a game and it just keeps following. Like it's really quite funny. But well, nonetheless, what, like with all that in mind, there's just no there's no reason that game should have been in that situation. He no. had nothing to do with it going to You can't get from 18 to 8 in all in eleven minutes and then start saying the wing it costs you the game an extra time. Like it's no. just
0: and this it. is it. That's it's absolutely right. And I'll tell you who else is more culpable than Paul Carriage. Is Brian mm. Smith.
1: who Yeah, hit me going.
0: Just look. What is he doing rotating the fullback and winger every 20 minutes for no clear reason? What is he doing mm. rotating people into five eight? He's got four different five-eights. He takes after John Simon misses those two field goals. He takes him off for David Penner for mm. no clear reason, having been on the whole game. And that's his halfback, yeah. He's good takes his halfback yeah. off just as like in the yep. last seven minutes when they're still in front by six points. No, sorry, when they're still in front by 12 points. He takes his half back off. Um, Yeah.
1: And they then get run down. They then get run down.
0: And then, in extra time, Jason Smith, their best player on the field, doesn't come on (laughs) in extra time until the 86th minute. Hmm.
1: Um, he's got no idea what he was doing. He was, it's totally, like we said before, he, he's mad. He's a mad scientist and it gave him far, far too much capacity to tinker, these rules. Yeah. Pennant came on before too, didn't he? So at one point he yeah, had two he halfbacks on, on the yeah. field. So he had two halfbacks on the field. Then later on he hooked, hooked his halfback for a different halfback. And both halfbacks had played at various points with Bell, Smith and possibly Dinnick rotating through five, eight, And All then
0: that the, the, the coup de grace, Gazi, at 26-18, mm. yeah. Canterbury kick another field goal after that carriage step into touch. They do, that, yes. Which is wonderful. That. The idea of going from I don't seven in front I to, kick to eight yeah. in front, is very funny. Um, but mm. then Parramatta get a penalty for an abhorrent spear tackle, 38 in front, mm. four minutes to go, and take the two to go 6-9. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I enjoyed that. I don't know what about that game and how it was going made them think that they should take the two at the first chance and try and get the six later. Um, yeah you know, like you're down, you're down. There's three minutes to go in extra time for you to get in the grand final. You're down by eight. Score the try. Score I reckon, the try. Cause, I mean, like, you might get the penalty. You keep in mind, if you score the try and you're coming downfield, like if they're panicking and you had a run of them, they might give yeah. away the penalty again. Like, you might also, get a shot because they're trying to slow you down. Like, get the try.
0: They're already Four down there. Left. They're, they're already yeah. down there. Like, just there. They put it in the corner and try. And yeah. yeah. Um, and I just, just again score it because... Yeah. Nothing to do with Paul Carriage, that decision.
1: Oh, um, no. I've no. always hated that, that, that those kicking. Uh, um, the Titans did it to the Knights one day at home and I was so glad they lost. Well, They're stupid. You need eight points with five minutes left and they kick, kick the two. It just intellectually bothers me. I, I know yeah. the concept that now you've only got to score the try, but you're down there. Score the try yeah. and worry about the other points later. later. Like, if, you, if you need to get eight points, I don't see how getting two of them instead of six of them in the first a result is helpful. Yeah, like you've got a lot of points to get. Get the use the method that gets you the most <laughs> of them straight first up. And then yes. it. Cause keep in mind with Parramatta that what was really negative about that as well, twenty six eighteen 18, right? 26, So what happens is if they're eight down and you're going, we'll kick the two so we can tie it yeah. to go to extra, extra time. But what they could have been, if, you, if you're an aggressive and a football team that's on, yeah, yeah, there's only three minutes. Left. Let's score to try and win the game. Yeah. In the last three minutes. Like we're down here, we're on the, we're 20 meters out. We're going to score and, and they come at you and we're gonna say and we're gonna, You've gonna, here, all we're this gonna work.
0: win. And we yeah. might still take it off you. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not trying to
1: tie it. Yeah.
0: See if you put a bit of pressure back on them. Yeah. Again exactly right. Like, it's the concept you're trying to win the game, but not
1: not trying to get out of it was like a real sense of we're gonna try and pull this out of our out of our arse and get out of jail. Not like, Well, let's score yeah. here and let's get out of this. Let's play Brisbane next week. God, that yeah. would have been interesting if they somehow got out of that and then had to play after the drama of that. It's like, you know, whatever they'd have picked carriage. Well, I would might have been ticketing like Parramatta Leagues Club with the side, burning the effigies. And stuff not the Indian yeah. cricket fans.
0: <laughs> I think that's probably right. It, it's um, look, that is a question. I, I, you can't change a winning side. I'm sure it would be the um, I think Brian Smith possibly would have made other changes, but left carry in, would have been the yeah. thinking. Like we sort of we would have picked yeah. all
1: the same players just in different positions. Different, yeah.
0: Jason Bell at yeah. fullback. Um, yeah, yeah, and then of course Canterbury kickoff how uh, Parramatta turned the ball over almost immediately, just brain melting, just sort of Badly, throwing the ball like, madly. Really Badly, like, try line. Yeah. Incredible. Some of the passes are incredible. Uh, well, that's what was
1: so bizarre about it, is you take the two and then they threw four or five passes that were 20 metres on their own go line on play one. They totally melted. Like, they had yeah. a set. It wasn't over. They no. had time. and There were two minutes left. Got their two, Yeah, there's two minutes left and they got their two points and they threw three 30-metre passes within the five-metre line on the first three tackles and made no meters on any of them. Like it was just, it was headless rubbish. Like you've yeah. got your two. Here we go, boys. Like give it to, to Kalis or Tukey or, or pay and, and go run the teeth into them two or three times and then zing it, get it to Kelly or, or someone and have a go. Like it was yeah. just, it, it was, was just, like, that was one of the weakest moments of the whole game was how they got that two And that sort of steadied them, calmed them down or done something. And they just, that was their worst set of the whole game. Forget anything else they did. That was custard. Yeah, so and this is the
0: thing. Everybody talks about how badly carriage melts. They all melt. They just the side completely yeah, melts. It. Coaching staff, yeah. players, everybody loses their mm. heads. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Canterbury, inevitably, uh, Travis Norton scored a really, like, really needlessly vindictive try at the end of the game mm. to, push the, to, to push the result out to 32-20. Did you hear a phantom siren with 90 seconds to go as Canterbury went wide? No. I well, heard a, I, I, heard a, I heard a phantom siren. I live for the phantom siren. So do I. I don't need to tell you. I, I, I,
1: I think if there's another thing we need to bring back from that era. It's the phantom yeah. siren. I don't know who
0: he is. All. I don't know where he's gone. You don't he hear him. he come to Rugby way.
1: League Island, wouldn't he? Geez, that's is he a available idea. for Rugby League
0: Island. I tell you what, he'd be very resonant up on the hill at Rugby League, rugby league Island. Just letting one especially go,
1: especially with no one, cra- no one else I mean. in the crowd. That's what I mean. Crowd, just on the hill.
0: It just, yeah, people just think it was a siren. Yeah,
1: making out like it was someone else. Like it'd be quite scene. Or sort of looking around around. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And they and that's that's kind of it, isn't it?
1: Canterbury it's pretty like, much is.
0: I, I, yeah, Canterbury on. 32, Parramatta 20 is an incredible result from a game that was 18-2 with, uh, with Well, they had no prospects go. of
1: winning that until even, let's forget the kick out on the full, let's forget the first try off the forward pass in 60, 68 or something. Until the silver try, they had no prospects of winning that game. Uh, at all like I know there was a contest in the first half but they were never really in front in the game yeah. um Parramatta were scoring looked in control from the moment Parramatta scored their sort of first try there was no point of the game where the Bulldogs were going to win it um in the 73rd 74th they score and you go Jesus they're coming for him and by the first minute of extra time there was no concept at all on any planet that they were going to lose like no, in that six minutes it, isn't it? And um, it's exactly from about a like, silver try to extra time. They just, just weren't going to lose from there. It was over. It's done.
0: And it's, it's very similar in that way too. That's the one thing it does have in common with 89 is that once mm. the comeback is made, the comeback is complete over. because the other game, the game's over. You know, the, the other side that's yeah. had the comeback on them just can't, they can't yeah. pick themselves back up.
1: No. Um, and they both had time, both of those games in hundred minutes. It's one of the great systems, the hundred minutes. Um, they, there's 20 minutes of extra time. And yeah. in both of those games, the damage is done early. There's actually time to, yeah. in both of those contests, there is time to win it. Um, there's yeah. no, it wasn't as if the Parramatta, you know, they had that penalty goal in another set and that was all heaps later than the yeah. drop goal. Like they had 19 minutes from the time they fell behind to actually win the game. And they had, you know, plenty of time after the carriage uh, mistake to still win it. And after the sort of first extra time running into touch, um, yeah. I That's love right. that there's multiple running into touch. <laughs> in it's, it's fantastic. I have to clarify which time he ran out. We're talking about. Yeah. But um, it, it, it they still had time to win it, and that was very similar to the 89 Grand Final. The Tigers didn't not have time. It's just that it was they gone. Just, it, was it was over. Had you, you had yeah. this game, and you got done. And like we, well, I mentioned at the start, the historical thing that the ARL tried very hard to build Parramatta up. They've given them a lot of players. They they work to get these big super leagues club signings to Parramatta. That was all part of their system. Yeah. Uh, this was the culmination of the project and it fell over. They, they dogged it 96. They, they got up, um, for those who don't remember, they got up 80-0 against the Knights in 97 in, in, yeah. in one of the finals and they yeah. got rolled. So they went into a finals in 97 uh, with this built-up roster, very similar side. They got up 80-0 and, and Joey and a few of the others clobbered them and, and got yeah. over the top of them. And they've come back in this, gone a game further. Uh, got to yep. the preliminary final and and cacked it from eighteen two with, with ten minutes to go. So it, it it was a very promising error and a very what if sort of error for them because they, they they could have made a run in ninety seven, they could have made a run in ninety eight. Um you know They then I, made, the prelim, in,
0: they made the prelim in they made the prelim in ninety nine and lost to Melbourne. Yeah. They made the prelim... They in, make it in ninety nine too, did yep. they? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I knew they knew they made it in two thousand. Yeah. Made it in two thousand um, and lost to Brisbane mm. and then made it made the grand final in two thousand and one. And um, yep. lost to Newcastle it, it's, with the um, best
1: side possibly uh, the best historical season maybe ever you yeah they,
0: like finished 40 points on to, yeah. like on top of the league with 40 yeah. points and, and collapsed and down 24 nil at halftime. half time its this this really yeah this is just sort of volume two of a very long um few years mm. of, of kind of yeah. ab- abject misery in the finals for Parramatta
1: that's right they 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 really should have, should have done something and they they never did. They had the players to do it. They had players, you know, like you talk about finals experience. They brought across the core of the, the dogs. I know McCracken was left out of the grand final side for uh, problems with the club, but the other three were played a big part in the grand final. Dimmick was the Churchill. They brought these guys with grand final experience, big game. Yeah. McCracken was a, a Kiwi test player. They brought big game footballers across from the Bulldogs into this club. They, and mixed them with what they had. It looked good on paper and it, it never came across. And um, I think one thing I've always thought with Brian Smith's side is if you look through the early 90s and uh, at the Dragons and then you look at Parramatta, uh, you look at a bit at what he did with the Knights as well. Yeah. Not so much the Roosters because he wasn't there long, but he had this real system right where he brought in a lot of guys where he'd go, he wasn't a bad player, he a good player. And he brought them yeah. all in and he, he got something out of them. Like He was never not going to make the finals. He always got these yeah. guys in, but he never – I don't know if he didn't like being challenged or he, didn't, he liked being so in control, but he never had – Or he'd not often had that gun playmaker. And he'd get into finals games and he'd lose, you know, like – this game, he sort of just, they sort of just threw away it's not the best example, but you know, Joey got him in 97, he got him in a, you know, 1, he got done by the Broncos with you know Lockyer and Langer and these guys, yeah. and earlier Walters and Langer in the early 90s. He, he built these sides together
0: that were good. and but they're, good, he, he very good the round, they're very good at winning in rounds. They're very good at winning in round 10 and round 16 and round 20, but they just in, when it well, really They, they had the parts, like, yeah, they, yeah. They
1: had the parts, and whether it was him the way he coached them, the psychological side as well, but he had the parts, but he never really bought the big
0: you know, yeah. elite Take to guy, the, yeah. hall of
1: fame player. That when you get in games and you're up 12, 18-2, and you got to kick it. Like we watched when when the Raiders got up in that 89 grand final. Stewart didn't do that much, but he started just kicking everything out, like kicking into the corner. Yeah. He kicked him to death. He just took over. And, 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 and Meninga at, you know, as well
0: did some big things. Meninga yeah, did that as
1: right. well. Yeah, and, and that's right. And you look at some of those finals and, you know, the, I, I mentioned the Knights just because I've watched all those games a lot. And Joey, like they'd be in tight games and Joey would blow them off the field because you can have yeah. all the systems of good players you want, but those elite guys will just go through you. And you get to 12-all or 10-12 or you're a bit in front and you need these guys to stand up. He never really built rosters with those guys he built no. very sort of communist rosters he built them with a lot of good players a lot of seven out of ten kind of players, of players yeah and yeah. He did. yeah and then in the big game when you need someone to take control the way that maybe john simon didn't he was a very good footballer yeah when we talked about him not taking it the guy to grab the game and if he has dan lockyard playing or you know alan langer or or joey or or, you know fitler or or daly that doesn't that comeback doesn't happen if you just drop them in with 10 to go and put them in the halves yeah they get you out that doesn't happen it doesn't that you don't end up in that situation with 10 minutes to go where you just pack it in it it just yeah yeah, it, it i don't know maybe maybe he just didn't ever land one of those guys. He may well be trying to sign them and it didn't didn't happen, you know. And maybe they thought Dimmick was that guy. He, he bought a guy he won a Churchill and brought them through, but he never had a guy that, that did that. And he, he was, a, yeah. no, you're I, I don't like right. him much. Um, obviously, uh, as a Knights fan, I'm not a huge fan of Brian Smith, but it, you can't actually argue with parts of his record. He, he was perpetually
0: in the finals. Yeah, he kept he making the finals and kept getting sides there, but it just never quite amounted to yeah. the thing that you turn up at the start of the season trying yeah. to do. No. Um, and good sides too. He took sides yeah. to the top four and the top
1: two and, and to preliminaries. And he took a bad night side to the top four as well. But um,
0: yeah, it's just one of those things. It, it just, in the big games, you never really pulled it off, did he? No, not really. And this is probably the, the best example of all. Gazzy. Uh, we are once again at risk of going longer than the match itself, um, which is admirable um, and demonstrates how much there is in this game. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think the message. In all of, games. Yeah. In all games. Every game ever played. I think the message out of mm. everything, more than anything, is that Paul Carridge has been a victim of historical revisionism. Um and uh, But was also intensely culpable for his brain melting out of his ears. Um, and then, of course, the great thing about this game, mm. my favourite thing is that Canterbury then lost a fairly sterile grand final in a procession to Brisbane. Never looked like Neither losing. of
1: these teams, if you look at them on paper, no. uh, I know Parramatta had done them at the time. Maybe you didn't know that yet. But if you look at them on paper, the concept that Brisbane wasn't going to win that grand final against it's either very, of these it's teams. It's very funny, it's, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, it sort of seems team, like uh, that there's this intense big game that is historically yeah. remembered and really it probably yeah. wasn't that consequential because they oh, either one of them. were going to get knocked
1: off. Get rolled. I mean, if yeah. you go do your best Ian Schubert and go and put some dollar values in all of those Broncos,
0: uh, yeah. you're good luck at getting them under 13 million. I cap, find, uh, yeah. yeah. I find my, I find myself doing my best Ian Schubert fairly often. It's good chat. Um, yeah, go well, on. unless you've got <laughs> any, unless you, unless you've got any final straight thoughts. Uh, nope. Nope. No, good no, to no, go no. Go. Nothing to add. Uh, thanks. So much. Oh, plenty to
1: add, but not we're out of time. <laughs> out of
0: time. That's <laughs> that <all>. can <laughs> happen. Uh, now next week, what are you thinking? What do you think we watch next week so people are aware?
1: Well, uh, we were talking a lot about the Bulldogs East game in '03, uh, but we had some concerns that we can't find the original commentary. So whether we need to revise that, I think we might have to come back to that at this point. Right. Um, well, we're going to let you know. Yeah, I, we the, might let uh, you know. In
0: the, in I'd the love comments. to do that.
1: That's the one I want to do. Yeah, uh, me but, too. If someone can find it, that would be a big help for us. We can only find it with a redone commentary and we want the original. Yep. I think.
0: Well, yeah, well, in the interim, I uh, hope you've enjoyed this very long-running uh, discussion of an incredible game. Uh, we'll be back uh, with another very shortly, but until then, it's Morgan Campbell and Luke Garrity signing off from the Rugby League Cemetery. They have to take the shot now. It's not going to be him.
1: The shot taken by Robert Rilf and carried. Brings it back for Parramatta That will see full time oh. When the ball goes dead and Carriage put a kick on it He's taken the shot Canterbury's taken the shot And it's fallen short it's just gone under Oh, well now they're, they're, they're claiming there a goal no, it's gone under Canterbury are claiming victory I'm
0: pretty sure it just went over that black spot Yeah, I cannot believe Paul Carriage would have ever given an opportunity for that to happen Bill Harrigan is talking to his touch judges
1: Watch it. It's the halfway line.
0: It is Craig Polamounta It seemed. It seemed to come down short. This is all we've got to offer. It's over. Well, hang on. Well, quite enough. It's over. Well, hang on. Hang on. The idea is to watch the black dot and if it's no, a it under. did not go over. It's under, sorry. He's gone still, See? sorry. He's gone. <laughs> Hang on still. Oh, they led by a hundred with ten to go the last.